Welcome, everybody, to Legion's Cast. Hey, everybody, Legion's we're here. Cast. It's a special, well, maybe special-ish <laughs> episode. The potential for we, special exists. <laughs> the potential for specialty <laughs> exists. We do have a, a, a guest. We have G, we have Jeremy. Hi. Here I Man. am. That feels really good. <laughs> yeah, you, you feel good. Thanks. Hey. Uh, not to derail this. Have any of you guys ever gotten a massage? No. Not a real one. But no. this is starting to feel pretty awesome. My father-in-law gets them all the time. He says it is one of the most magical things ever. You're not a man. The, the problem get a is, massage, is I'd roll man card in. Gone. I'd roll in like expecting something. something <laughs> and I'd have, you know, Glenn <laughs> who would come out. And Glenn has hands like bunches of bananas, you know. <laughs> Bunches of the you know, and I just and he would hurt me, yeah. but I'd kind of like it, right. and I'd be all confused. See, my muscles are like concrete, so yeah, that might they be kind of awesome. You're like ripped up here. Well, no, but you, you hang Magic. hanging a guitar, and and I mean, you played all night last night, and, I mean, I'm, and I'm hunched over half the damn time, and yeah. dar- darn time. Sleeves Sorry, excuse me. Any anytime, uh, I feel like I'm There's just an M muscly. It's because I literally had to pick myself up out of my bed. I'm like that's like the extent of what I do. Yeah, my calves are strong. Yeah, <laughs> it holds up all of this. <laughs> Tune in for our next Patreon episode to find out how I picked myself up off the floor. <laughs> so, a previous boss of mine was, you know, your old shoot from the hip, John Wayne type, manly man. You know, he's the one I told a story a long time about. He 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 saw my phone because I had to photo dump it dumped all my pictures on accidentally on his computer and he saw all the pictures of my toys and he asked me he said don't you like girls i mean he's one of those guys right yeah and one day i'm talking to him and he goes you know he says you ever he says this to me he goes you ever get a pedicure <laughs> a pedicure Petty is toes right yes yeah. Okay. Yeah. i'm like no he says god damn amazing I'm like, what? Gosh darn, it's Legion's God. <laughs> uh, you know what? I'm not. Are we real? Legion's kiss, we're not going to say the F word, all right? Yeah. <laughs> and if we do, I'll, I'll edit well, it out. There are a lot of people that would be more offended by GD than F, but I that's fine. I was just, you know, judged and lambasted for my language for a long time, but apparently now it doesn't matter. So doesn't matter. We can do whatever we want. So, so have you ever gotten a pedicure? <laughs> I, just I hate my toes being touched. I, this is this is like he's like Family touched. Guy when they do something and it's funny, and then it goes through that period where it's not funny, but then he keeps doing it, and you're like, okay, it's comes funny again back. because he just will not give up. Those little asides that are just way too long. Yeah, it's yep. Peter Griffin going. Yeah. Jeez, right. So, anyways, my boss tells me he likes pedicures, and he goes once in a while to get pedicures his son was flying in he's like yeah we're gonna go get pedicures and i'm like i can't respect you anymore i'm, <laughs> I'm sorry it's all gone you're gonna talk crap about my manly toys yeah and <laughs> then yeah i will mm. i would get a pedicure the yeah, problem is <laughs> the, but no doubt picture. about that i never respected you in the first place that's the difference <laughs> But the, the picture, it wasn't just of toys. It was actually the video that Steven did very early on, and my wife is going to kill me, about how you have to comb Chewbacca's hair on the hot toys. <laughs> That's what he saw. There's a technique to that. I, you're right. There is. 
right. Uh, so back to Legion's cast uh, and our, our wonderful guests who have joined us this morning. Um, we do have intentions of having a few other people drop in on us. But unfortunately, guess who organized that? Me. Uh, so <laughs> that might not happen. Um, we'll, uh, we'll see. Hopefully, we're going to have some people drop in. I see a lot of people throwing up some guesses. And I will tell you right now, um, uh, Chris from the warehouse is going to happen at some point. He don't know it, but it's going to happen. Closer to nine. Sounds good. I think uh, I think the plan is these guys will be dropping in on us closer to nine, and we will have a little chat that I think uh, a lot of you guys will enjoy. But as we prep for that, there is some Legions cast, uh, Legions things that I think it would be kind of fun to, to discuss as sure. we get ready. Um, after having a week to go back and think about the conversation we had live on this last week. Did you guys got anything that really stuck out to you? Anything that you're super excited about? Um, Cornboy said we were stupid, but did a great podcast. <laughs> and that is the best backhanded compliment. <laughs> I say that's pretty fair. Tish. I've ever received. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> so that stood out to me about last week's show and discussion. Yes. He also told us we were the fourth horseman. We are the fourth horseman. For what well, we have, would you be a five seconds to bask in that glory before you ripped it away? <laughs> we brought it back. I didn't hear anything. After. I didn't know. <laughs> something, something happened to the audio feed. <laughs> we should have done that. We should have yeah. edited the audio. <laughs> just check out what he said after that. I got it's a just, point. It's just my voiceover for 90 seconds going, blah, blah, blah. We love Pete. That, that, that. <laughs> I got to plug. Uh, I got to plug Mythic Conversations. Oh, yeah. Uh, watch this. Oh, do you? I, no, I feel like I do. Okay. I'll tell you why. I, I watched his latest episode on Wednesday. Um, I didn't watch it while he was doing it. I caught it on the replay. Jeremy Gerard does this thing. If you're not listening to it and watch it, he's on YouTube, Mythic Conversations. Check it out. It's fun. It's great. He's a good host. <coughs> and he got a lot of questions about, um, you know, what's going on with the new order and, you know, uh, legion builders and discussing what is a legion builder what is not he got a lot of questions i think about 117 times he had to refer to legion's cast because of all the stuff that i didn't even realize we covered <laughs> <laughs> because because we're stupid yeah <laughs> so, so he would correct. so somebody would ask a question i'd be like oh yeah i want to hear the answer to that and then jeremy would go well, on Legion's cast, they said blah, 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 blah. And I'd be like, oh, they did? <laughs> you have to go reference yourselves. The last thing Steve heard was, you're the fourth horseman. <laughs> so, after like 176 times a year in Legion's cast, I feel like I had to bring up Mythic Conversations. <laughs> but I do really enjoy it. It's so funny. Like, uh, I, I'm very honest with people when they will reach out and ask questions. I will say, um, do you watch Mythic Conversations? Because if you really want to get good information, go there. <laughs> go there. If you want, if you want a nice guy with accurate information and great production value, you're sniffing up the wrong tree. Like, he's actually not bad looking. <laughs> so, no, he's a good looking guy. You know, I think all Jeremy's. He says funny words, so. like he calls horses hosses. I think that's a, like a New England thing. He says, you know, he says these little. Because I have a boss from New England, and he also calls horses hosses. I don't get it. He's from Maine. You talking yeah, about Jer- he's from really from Maine. We say Jeremy drives from Maine, but same area, you know. Gotcha. They're all the same. The, Those the people Maine, are all the same. The Maine, the Maine neighborhood of Rhode Island. 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I, the fact that he's doing that weekly is really impressive. Oh, it's amazing. I don't know how he can just talk. Yeah. And, and that dude will talk for an hour and a half. I mean, I, and it's all good, good stuff. I mean, I think like we've talked about numerous times, the, the horsemen know how to surround themselves with talented people. I mean, come on. <laughs> Oh yeah, well, I don't know that oh. they're surrounded by this room. <laughs> I think this is just kind of like the um, the parasite in the bloodstream. <laughs> like, there's a there's a few great suggestions for hosts or for guests to be on the show. Really? Yeah, yeah. Jenny Craig is up there. <laughs> ABF, that'd be fun. <laughs> Bobby Vella, uh. Jenny Craig. <laughs> Is she still around? Need, yeah, I don't know, probably. Is he yeah, a real person? <laughs> I mean, I, I would assume so. Ask Travis. He's he's more in line with that stuff than we are. <laughs> I hate to say it too. I can't even think of who she is. Like I can't even. I don't get me wrong. I remember Isn't it a the brand? name. Uh she's a person. It's, it's, a, it's a person. Yeah. yeah, Jenny Craig. She she like she used to do the commercials. Yeah. She had okay. blonde hair and oh okay and talked. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's all I remember. Blonde hair. I'm and talked. googling her images. I want to say blonde curly hair. Curly? No, I think it was straight. straight. Uh, yeah. My memory is garbage. I might be completely wrong. Jenny Craig might just be a <laughs> company. I have no idea. Steve's, Steve's, right, Steve's right the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just, just glad a that... bunch of pictures of Kirstie Alley. Because <laughs> <laughs> she did the Jenny Craig right, program. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, uh, there's a ton of before pictures, too. I'm, I love it. I love me some curve. Uh, yeah. So, where were we before we derailed ourselves? So, uh, I do want to bring up um, our website, mywifeisgonnakillme.com. Um, oh, Jesus. It, <laughs> it had a little bit of a fluctuation yesterday. Yeah. And um, I, I, I want to get you guys' opinion on this because I'm pretty sure I'm, I'm right in this one. Um, a lot of our listeners have been buying um, from, from the site. But, and don't get me wrong, a few of them have posted things like, thanks to the guys that my wife is going to kill me. I mean, they've been great. Very appreciative. Sure. Gr great dudes. Okay. But none of them put the link for the website in the comment. Totally is something I would do. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> why didn't we ever? I, I could tell you why I didn't. Um, And I, this is, you're going to be like, you're the dumbest person I know, Travis. You want to just want me to say it right now? <laughs> no, 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 no. Wait, wait for him to say stuff. It's okay. more dramatic. I did not want to flood the cabal with like advertising for our site. Like I didn't really want. I, I, it's actually a little yeah. respectable. It is. You know, I, I, the last thing I would want to do is, is stop people from complaining about shipping notices. I'm wearing the shirt and I'm still hanging on, but I'm struggling. I'm struggling. <laughs> and you can post all the messages in the world about, hey, guys, got new people coming in. Be nice. No, I don't want to be nice anymore. And what has it gotten me? Really? Nice guys finish last. We all know that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's a no, no you think Allegiance cast. There. You think Allegiance cast, it's Heel Pete? That's <laughs> <laughs> Heel Pete. I mean, just... <laughs> It is. It is. <laughs> you, I, I hate to say this, but if we got split into tag teams, I know you think that this is, uh, you know, the Rockers. 
the reality of it is you two for sure are going to be the Legion of Doom or something, okay? And it's going to be Jeremy and I being the kayfabe. I mean, it's just the way, I mean, we're going to be the, the uh, we're going to be the, the baby faces. Anyway. Um, can we, can we all be honest? No. I'm going to be, <laughs> I'm going to be Dwayne the Rock Johnson and I'm going to go on to bigger and better things. And you guys are going to fade into the flabby mist of X pro wrestling. And you're going to be a great Urban's Comic Con. Maybe, maybe you'll even have your steak. You know what I mean? You'll do the con circuit. You know uh-huh, what I mean? Uh-huh. Maybe you'll get somebody to make an action figure out of you. $25 autograph. You know? Yeah. And... You know? Yep. 10 bucks if you take a picture with your own phone. But me, no. I'm going to be I'm going to be in Fast and Furious 97, which I think is pod racing at that point. I think is what it, what it, what it comes to. You can't even get into one of those cars. What? You can't even get I into can one too. of them. Two of my firemen have cars like that, and I can get into them. I get can't. Out. I mean, they they bottom out when I do because the, the ground effects are this far off the ground as it is. You know, honestly, you know, you. So I, I keep waiting for um on one of the roads in town here. It has the the cables that are going across the road. They're doing a traffic study. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I keep waiting for one of my guys to total his car out driving over that cable because the ground <laughs> effects are so low. Uh. So, yesterday, <laughs> yesterday in the cabal, <laughs> yesterday in the cabal, a um, a fine individual who I uh, better just pull up. I want to give him the credit he deserves. Um, he posts uh, a very nice post talking about the website, and what he says is, um, "It's Eric Bachman." I. How are you so dumb? I'm sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. Beach Eric. <laughs> I just heard about the My Wife Is Gonna Kill Me shop two days ago, where I found these great figures for great prices, and they're already here. Amazing service. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So, I'm the heel. <laughs> There's an I. I didn't see the I. I'm like B-A-T-C-H-M-A. Batchman. It's Batchman. How do you screw that up? No, it's Batchman. There's an I. I didn't see the I. So, uh, he tags, he puts the shop in. He also tags Steve and myself. <laughs> yep. The important people. The only reason he didn't tag me is he's just assumed I've been kicked out of the cabal now. <laughs> so he's just like, well, why tag Pete? He's not even in here. So uh, so he posts a picture of Thwick and uh, Thistle Snatch. And, um, of course, that causes a bunch of people who have not. And, of course, I mean, it's Thistle Snatch, which you can't find him anywhere. And so um, language he, he there's a run on the site. And, you know, Cody reaches out and goes, dude, we sold a bunch of stuff, and which is great, of course, because we're cheaper than everybody else, because I'm also dumb. Um, but uh, do you feel like the people who have been buying, who, like I said, have been saying thank you, they've been wonderful people, but they're not sharing the site because they don't want people to go buy all the toys. They don't want people to find it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. You, you, I didn't think about that. I mean, if you find a honey hole, you know, I mean, yeah. the, the whole thought with the fisherman not telling why, you where his spot is. Why don't let my wife go outside? I don't want another man looking at her. <laughs> um, 
you know what you've done, right? What? You know what you've done? You've just created an entire new category on the cabal of where my shipping notices from my wife is going to come. I just, has anybody seen, has anybody got a shipping notice from my wife's going to kill me.com? Like, you want to know I'm, my thoughts? I'm, I, I'm not ordering till tomorrow, but I haven't got a shipping notice yet. I don't know. And the problem too is like, right, you know, I think Amazon has spoiled people. Like people believe that oh, yeah. you order something oh, yeah. from a site, it's going to be your house in three days. Mm-hmm. Like you guys know how this podcast works. Mm-hmm. If you order from the site, you might be lucky if you get it. <laughs> right this is what went through my mind when i saw this post yeah and i heard that there was a run on product yeah. in in my wife's gonna kill me.com um i thought okay legion's cast been around for a couple years now i post every episode into the cabal we talk about my wife's gonna kill me a lot too in legion's cast none of these people listen because nobody knew about this yeah, I'm like, okay, you can repost in here and say, hey, listen to a podcast, hour long of entertainment, Legions, in a Legions pod, in a Legions group, Legions, uh, Mythic Legions based conversation, entertainment, free to you. All you got to do is click the link. No one cares. <laughs> yeah, because- you put good price toys. Oh my God. <laughs> Because they're getting something out of the deal, you know? They're getting us. I feel like I'm giving of myself in in, in Legion's cast. And you are. Hands down. My pants. And I just just think I wish that there was more people that would take advantage of our our service to the Mythic Legion's community Uh, and tune in. I'm not one to bring up old stuff. (laughs) (laughs) But if you recall, very early on in the Cabal... Regarding Legion's cast, there were a couple of people who wanted to make sure that nobody was offended, and they said, "Don't listen to Legion's cast. These are terrible people." And I feel like that. I feel like that carried a lot of weight. I feel like those two people are incredibly important in the world of Mythic Legions, and they scared people off. So, well, it obviously impacted your life. It's the first time I've talked about it since it happened. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I haven't talked about that since the last time I talked about it. I don't know what your problem is. <laughs> oh, heck. Uh, <laughs> Not one of you guys have ever been called out in a main post on the cabal. Yes, we were. If you remember, they didn't say anything about Pete McCarthy. They said Legion's cast said those things. We're part of Legion's cast. Yeah. You were never You're named. You're a small part. I've been carrying this thing since day one. You were never named. Your actions caused me and Tim to be. Oh, so much drama in my life. So much yeah. <laughs> But for some reason, we were able to move past it. <laughs> no one ever said Pete McCarthy said these things. They said Legion's cast said those things. When you were called those names, it wasn't Pete McCarthy said this. It was Legion's cast said this. I will. I've and got, it's true. Go back I've and find the, the post. I've got the printouts. I'll go through. It. <laughs> it's got all. What you guys can see is this wall here. Yeah, it's just covered. <laughs> covered. It's like one of those where you're trying to catch a murderer. Yeah. Right. It's just kind of like... <laughs> There's, there's strings of full investigation. Yeah. There's pictures of the, all the people that Pete is, is keeping tabs All the main on. players. He's <laughs> got, got Walter Hagen at the top. And then just all this stuff going on. Hmm. Oh. Unfortunately, I tried to do that with some of the drama. My wife was going to kill me, but it's only three guys with 12 different fake accounts. <laughs> so I'm running into a lot of dead ends. Putting the pieces together, though. Yep. <laughs> Uh, speaking of pieces, I know this is like a weird time, but Steve, you have something sitting on the table that I, 
can we like at least talk about it a little bit? I know it's been out. It's it's but yeah, there's some neat stuff in that box. Um, like a joust, yeah, or a lance. I mean, yeah. Sorry. Just got this in from uh, Legion Shop Detour Customs. Um, lance and shield combo here. I brought my test shot. And just because it was the closest thing in it, and Pete gets mad when I do this, but I, I haven't put this in the hand in the hand of a figure yet. Okay, to see what it looks like. So I was gonna. Um, That's pretty. Pretty cool, awesome construction so far. I mean, I, I like I said, I haven't. I mean, I haven't put it actually in a figure yeah. yet. So if it falls apart when I do that. <laughs> I, I don't think it's going to. But, no, I don't think it's going to either. It's pretty stout. Um. Stout. Oh gosh, I'm so jealous of this. Like a craft beer. <laughs> I think they're still available. I'm not talking about the job. I like You're the, talking about the horse. I like the job set too. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I'm not trying to be little. Mind the thing we're talking about. I was talking about your proximity to Jeremy. I just wish I was sitting closer. I mean, I'm so jealous that I'm not sitting okay, closer. So I don't have the shield in his hand. But oh my gosh! I mean, that seat. looks pretty sweet, don't it, dude? That I. I I was thinking maybe this should... uh, paint job's kind of lacking, but whatever. <laughs> paint job on the horse. I think um, horsemen should make giant ostriches because when you said joust, oh. it reminded me of the old game joust. Oh. And they have the lance, and it'd be sweet if they rode oh. on. Check out Legion yeah. Shop. Uh-huh. Yeah. There's two different jo- jousts. I think they're both still available. Uh, 40 bucks for the set. The paint job, they come painted. I don't know how well that's showing up because it looks like. On a test shot, it almost looks on the camera like they're all the same color, but they're not. Right, they're not. Um, the shield will probably show up a lot much better. Yeah, the shield is the shield, beautiful. Yeah. And um, look at that. Even has. Oh, gosh. That's cool. I hate seeing stuff like this because it makes me go, oh, well, you know, you're spending all this money on this stuff. How come you're not spending this? Mm-hmm. Shelf it's, space, it's, Jeremy. Shelf it, space. It's so hard. It is so hard. <laughs> You don't have any horse test shots, do you? I don't. Uh, gotcha. <laughs> goes, uh-huh. <laughs> this uh, shield is awesome. It is. It is really cool, and it's that got. It's even got an elastic is. strap on the back yeah. that fits over the arm, and you know, it, I think it'll it'll be pretty cool. And so, you know, quick shipping. Uh, come boxed. I mean, it all it came was that joust and that shield, and I swear it came in. Well, it came in this box. No way. That's how packaged it was to be safe and, wow. and uh, make it to you on un, the box. Uh, what she said on the board, unscathed the cords and the knobs. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, is this a Fury Orc test shot? Yeah. Okay. Fury Orc test shot. Dang, how many dude. test shots do you have? Me? I've only got about five. One, two, and then I think I've got three more. You got, you got a bunch of your drive? I do. I don't actually know the number. Because you bought, but you've also bought other people's test shots. And- yeah. 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 I, I've done some trade to jobs and I, you know, I mean, you guys know how this works. Like, cause after I have a show, like I, all of a sudden I'm like sitting there with all this and I'm like, I need to get more cheese. You know, I <laughs> yeah. you get more cheese. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, is that what you use the money for is cheese. No, while we're talking toys, but have I mean, sharp cheddar, mm. the cheese is money. Yeah, yeah, cheese. Is so good. I got all this cheese. Yeah, yeah you I have the cheese. I'm gonna get some more cheese. Like you already have the cheese. Yeah. <laughs> like, you... While we're talking toys, I also have a delivery for Travis. What? Called a delivery of goods. A delivery of goods. 
So, uh, Travis, you can't do that on the air. It's Legion's cast. I have to, uh, Travis, I, I, I did, I do paint work. I, I give some to Travis cause I owe him. I have and to slowly soul. build this up instead of just handing you the damn Here thing. Here it is. <laughs> I did something different oh. for Travis. I actually copied, oh. I copied LBC on this one because LBC did something. Jeremy Gerard did something very similar. And uh, I thought it was cool. This yeah. is for like he did for like a vampire, didn't he? Yes. Oh yeah. And so I thought that this would be cool for um because that is beautiful. He's, he's not going to take the character the Fallen, which I I love, and probably he's not going to put it on a Templar name drop because he's a jerk and he doesn't like <laughs> he doesn't think that my characters that me and Emil make are cool. So I did something I thought he would think was cool, and gave him. Oh my god, dude. Oh. <sighs> Yeah, Steve, this is amazing. Call me. But I'm also <laughs> going to throw out uh, this paint job looks a lot easier than what you were doing on the other ones. I mean, for the majority of your paint <laughs> This looks awesome, but you Actually, didn't use your no. talent. <laughs> it isn't. I just wish you would have used a different color to accent all of the fine detail instead of just leaving it like this. <laughs> it's like you left a this lot of stuff amazing, on the table. Steve. I mean, you didn't even remove the mask yet. I can't wait. No. <laughs> He's, he's well, giddy. Here, he's I, giddy. I want to. I want to talk about the mask for a second. <laughs> Let me show the mask on the screen too. I, yeah. show the screen too. I know uh, you're not running with our, uh, well, with Cody's super awesome camera, but let's see. Yeah. Okay. Oh gosh, does it just you just pull right off? Right. Yeah, it should just come. Give it a good yanker. Oh dang! There's dude. a face in there. Oh. There's a face in there. <laughs> yes, I did send him the link. <laughs> no, you didn't. I did. I sent him the link. <laughs> so I don't know. I thought it was cool. Oh. It was fun to paint. Steve, that's amazing, Steve. Well done. I mean, as far as LBCs I mean, go, it's well done. I copied it. <laughs> I. You're dude, paying tribute. I I don't you want were inspired you... by. I, I like this better. I hate you. I just, I like it as a bad guy. I like it as a dark, like I'd like, and don't get me wrong. What you guys have done with the God's fire thing. It's beautiful. It's absolutely amazing. Um, and I expect one of those as well. This, uh, <laughs> this though, I, I like that dark. Like, I know he's a good guy. I know that, but to me, it looks it's so evil, good, evil now, but could you imagine taking that shoulder pauldron, taking that, deluxe builder mm -hmm. the all black one yeah and doing changing the cross to match that silver and then putting that pauldron on it and just having it be all black with that one touch of color on the shoulder that would be amazing I was, I was thinking put it on a like a vorgus or no, that's, oh, that's not wrong. a vorgus that that's a that's a great, yeah that is a great example of a terrible idea <laughs> <laughs> I, I just had a bunch of nice things about you. I had to reset the scale. I would say there is pretty awesome. a lot of I like it. great options. Uh, there is options there. Yeah, for sure. dude, you you really killed this. And it's and again the the attention to detail. I've seen what you can do. You put forty colors into something and it looks amazing. That's two colors, but the well placed in the right spots and oh, it God. just pops. You got. I, you have like that's a little that's evil all the way. Just, that is yeah. not a good guy helmet, or that's bad. <laughs> yeah, that is bad to the bone. I would say that when it's painted the other way, though, it well, the, the, the idea <laughs> of the character is he's both. He's he's got a split personality. Oh, he take when he goes crazy and goes evil, he takes puts a mask on. That's why the mask fits on the show. The people uh, that the mask fits on the pauldron. 
So he walks around and he looks angelic. If you take that skull off and you paint it right, that helmet looks angelic. And then he puts the skull on when he goes ape shit. I just swore again, but you know what? It's we're good. No, we're good because it's you. If it was me, <laughs> you're the only one that calls it, it out. We you would be burning down oh, the right. world. Wow. Yeah, man. Yeah, bang up job, bud. Uh, credit to Emil for his sculpt. Oh. No mask, shoulder pauldron gimmick, all me. <laughs> Well, how can Pete bring up stuff when his keeps getting taken down? (laughs) That's pretty good. (laughs) I like him. Never bash cheese. You find a good Merlot cheese and goes great with crackers. I love cheese. You just call us crackers? I love cheese. Yeah, are you you assuming? I eat cheese with everything. Yeah, I put cheese on my cheese. Yeah, you'd be hard-pressed to find a meal that I eat that doesn't involve some form of cheese. Yes. So, big question everybody's asking. I know I am. Travis? What are they asking? No, no one's asking up there. <laughs> no. I've just seen a lot of people asking. In the world, Travis. Big question <laughs> in the world. How many Where all- is Carmen San Diego? <laughs> How many all-ins of Legion, of Deluxe Legion builders? Um, now you're in a different situation because you're going to order Yes, yes. a distributor order. Yep, I'm going to order a lot. But if you were a... If you, if I wasn't a distributor, what, what do you think you got to keep for you? you what, what are you going to put aside and say, okay, these are mine. These are the rest are for sale. I am probably going to set aside eight of each figure. So eight all ins. Yeah. Basically. Yes. Yep. I, I just, at that price point, the army building aspect, what we've seen. I, listen, if you are not going it, if you're getting into this line, this, and if you're even brand new, this is the perfect this is time your chance, buddy. That you buy in um, on a wave like this. Low price. They are all going to be very desirable figures. People are going to come to the line a year from now. They will have missed out on this. They will go back and try and get things. If you are sitting on these figures, they are going to be great trade value. Okay. Because the reality of it is, when you talk to anyone, do they say, well, I'm not going to pay $100 for a silver dwarf because they were only $22 when they came out? Does anybody say that? Yeah. There are people. <laughs> there are plenty of people <laughs> yeah. that say that. In fact, there, those are the I people do not, that I'm talking about. That's not the Those majority. are the people that are the bane of my existence. <laughs> Most With people, that said. There are a lot of people that will pay $100. You're not going to have a problem selling it for $100. Yeah. You you just aren't. And, and I'm not even saying you do this from a, a monetary standpoint. I'm saying, like, if you really love toys, being able to, to get pieces and trade them. And when, because our, I mean, and we've talked about it all the time. And my wife's going to kill me. Our collecting habits fluctuate. Mm-hmm. Like you'll go from oh my gosh I'm gonna get as many GI Joe as by the I way my wife's gonna, gonna kill me all of them into your Tahoe and say get out of these I want more Mythic Legion by the way my wife is gonna kill me it's a great podcast if you're sensitive don't go there it's related to that shop that you're buying everything on <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you if you do not like humor or fun or anything in this world that is nice do not go there that's not it's not for you. <laughs> Well, I, I think the best way to describe my wife's going to kill me is, listen, if you don't like crude jokes and fart jokes and, you know, dudes without shirts if easily, on. If you're easily offended. Yeah. Don't don't go to my wife's going to kill me. You can roll with the punches and say. Yeah. It's not for everybody. The people that like it, we love them. 
uh, one six shooter said two to three all ins is what, yeah. what he was guessing. Uh, Maverick was betting ten all ins. Like this, are you guys going in on the ISS or more concerned on Deluxe Legion Builder Wave? There was a great post on the Cabal about this. A guy gave some advice. It's the best advice, I think. He worded it very Dork well. Player. Yeah, Dork and player. Uh, and so I'm going to reiterate. It's it's what I think we've been telling people to do, but I think he just said it really, really well. Oh yeah. Um, am I going in on the in stock sale? No, because I've got I've got all those figures coming, and I've got enough of them. Uh, I am more concerned with the Legion Builder Wave. You always have to be more concerned with the way the, with the pre-order that is at hand. You have to be. It's the smartest thing to do. It's the cheapest you're ever going to get those figures, and they're guaranteed. That is where you put your money. You have to wait for them. And they're not going to get shipped to you within a couple of weeks like they will from the in-stock sale. But if the in-stock sale is going to take away from how much you can get in on a pre-order, go with the pre-order. That's my advice. I'm reiterating what that other guy said. That's good, the advice. good advice. Good advice. I understand the the like people come to and we all do it with lines. I I love this line, but to get all the figures I want, it's going to cost me so much money. Mm-hmm. Um, I would I just had this conversation with Hobby Lobby yesterday. He was talking about like so had all of Motu original, you know the the vintage, sold it, gave it away, whatever he did. Well then probably because of podcasters of the universe and you guys love for it. He got back. He wanted to go back and get all of those figures. Yeah. But also Hobby Lobby and probably like you two, too. I mean, I think Pete and I, when we collect toys, like I, and I can't speak for sure for Pete, but I don't need the best figure. Like I don't need one that's in like pristine condition. Personally, I just don't need that. Um, Hobby Lobby he wants the best figure right. he could get for each one. My so, whole thing was like, if I ca- if I came across something that was better than the one I had, then I would upgrade. But yep. you know, you weren't it. out on the hunt for it, though. No, right? it's like I just want the figure first. Yeah, and then if yeah. I get an upgraded one later, cool. Well, you think about it. So a year ago, what Hobby Lobby was paying for those pieces, I would have said way too much money. Personally, he now told me he goes now they're double. Yeah, mm-hmm. they're double. Well, that's legions you know if pete now decides he wants to go back and get something from the coliseum wave i mean <laughs> you're literally talking like 200 dollars plus nah. <laughs> not when your best friend buys 14 to 16 all ends of waves he never <laughs> even knows they're missing I, you we all laugh we all laugh about my display habits and my <laughs> bags hanging on doorknobs. The moment my daughter moved out, I converted her bedroom. My toy room is twice as good as any of yours, but I don't show anybody because most of it belongs to Travis that I've just. <laughs> That's why I don't brag it up. You know what I, I, mean? I need to it's get the, in on this. <laughs> if you are, if you are, a, if you're a, if you're a good drug dealer, if you're a smart drug dealer, yeah. what do you drive? A couple year old, nice vehicle. You don't drive a brand new vehicle. No. You don't. You know what I mean. You dr- you got to be conservative. Don't flaunt it because then everybody's gonna know. Yep. Yep. It is. It is this very like detolfs for days up in that bitch. <laughs> it, it, it's hard to describe. Describe the like that thing in your brain that says, "Don't just get two, get six. You know, I I get it. It's there's something wrong. Um, but I'm, I am literally a, don't get me wrong for like army builders. I do want like five or six opened, but I don't need 
like I've been going through through the shop and selling my doubles of what I would have said were higher end figures that I had grabbed with just the the hope, you know, of down the road using it for trade or something along those lines. Um, there are certain figures I want a ton of, but it's it's more about that having the ability to, you know, for Pete to steal them or uh, <laughs> trade them down the road for something cool like this. Like to me, this, I mean, we know, I, I can't remember what the, on, I know they started making more on these kind of. Um, All the test shots. Yeah. They, they start when it, remember when it started, I think it was, it was eight. 10. Yeah. Was it 10? And I think now they do 20. Yes. I mean, so it still is it, but there's 20 of those out there. There's 20, you know, and don't get me wrong. Not everyone wants these. Like I, we know people that paint them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I don't, I can't, I, I could never do it. I could never do it either. Nikki did it. And it looks great. She painted like this beautiful Pegasus yeah. that was just absolutely amazing. But or it was a unicorn, maybe. Yeah, it was a unicorn, not a Pegasus, I think. But regardless, I that to me, that's the kind of thing where, yeah, I would love to be able to grab a couple extra, trade it for something like that down the road. But that's the the thing with the test shots is, okay, so you get them, you have them. Okay, this is a... And then you find out how much people love them. People want to have kind of a piece of the history of the, these figures. Yeah. Yeah. It's awesome that they're making more of them. They're still incredibly exclusive, but now that they know that, Hey, we're going to get a few extra sell them, make a couple of bucks and give more people the opportunity to be, to have a part of the production value of what's going on. Sure. I think it's absolutely genius that they do that. I, honestly, I bet, I bet if they did 50, they would sell them all still. Oh yeah. You know, easy. People love that stuff. They may. There's a comment up there that says Pete's collecting is like the reverse birthday episode when you gifted him his own stuff. <laughs> so Legion's cast wouldn't probably know that uh, unless you're a crossover fan. Um, I had no idea that on my birthday uh, they were going to set off an, a, a horn alarm throughout the episode and give me birthday gifts. And Travis gave me gifts and Jeremy gave me gifts and Steven gave me stuff that I already had and that were mine. <laughs> And I just didn't realize we're mine until about halfway through the episode. Like literally picked stuff <laughs> it was up. Genius. It was that was laying awesome. around the shop and gave it to him. It yeah, was genius. And he awesome. didn't catch on until we were so about seventy five percent through the gifts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was genius. <laughs> and just the look on your face, you're like, wait a yeah. second, this is mine. <laughs> you didn't pull the price tags. That was that was the downfall. Yeah. Well, we so, wanted you to catch on at some point. Well, so Yeah, you have been held in pretty high regard though. How are we doing on our guests? Working on it. Okay, we are working on guests. And we are live. We're still. You guys see the weapons packs are going for 400 bucks. I did see that on eBay. Uh, they're going for, like, they sold? I, I didn't look at it. Like, did, Are they just asking that, or did they sell? Big difference. Um, either way, it's crazy, but. If they've sold, it's for $400. That is really crazy. I can't imagine that. I, I paid uh, that exact weapons pack, the one with the original Heaven's Brand sword. Um, I missed it on the first go around. I didn't get any of the weapons packs because I was being cheap. And uh, I ended up going back and paying 50 bucks for that weapons pack, which was $12, I believe, originally. Uh, just because I basically because I wanted the Heaven's Brand sword. Does it have a certain, what's it called? I'm uh, looking it up. Oh God! I would just look at Mythic Legion's weapons pack, and it'll probably. I did that, and all I see are like thirty dollars things here. Advent it's a small of decay weapons and... pack. Uh, put 
It's only like one sword, a spear, a spear, and a shield, isn't it? I'm not sure what it's called. Yeah, it's the Heaven's Brand, the Aether Blade. There's like a um, weapons pack four right no, here. This would be the maybe one point oh maybe put in there. What? Oh, maybe we've got time zone mix-ups here. They're not from here. I thought they lived in Lay Hall. I thought they were East Coast guys. Oh, geez, is it this one here? Yes. This one sold for four hundred and sixty bucks. Okay, that's what we're talking about. This one sold for four thirty-five. They have sold for that much. Holy yeah. cow! So yeah. uh, to bring the live people up to uh, snuff here, uh, <laughs> Travis didn't tell them what time zone we were in. And our guests are not in our time zone. So that's the the delay on our guests. I just heard Travis say perfect. So maybe that's a good thing. Maybe something good is happening out there. Well, it's probably 2 a.m. <laughs> where they are. <laughs> Freaking Travis. What a poop show. <laughs> I'm hoping that that's why people love us. <laughs> No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, it looks like the special guest today was me. <laughs> so what's the plan, man? We're going to hang out with our friends for 15 more minutes, and then we're going to do this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's apparently 6 a.m. where they are, or what? I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> we already did while you were on the phone. I bet. <clears throat> oh, yeah. Um, I saw, and did you guys mention that the, the uh, Ogre Builder Pack? We didn't. We're talking about the original weapons pack with a Heaven's Brand sword going for four hundred and fifty bucks. Four sixty. Selling. Sold. The average is about around four hundred or so. But yeah, the Heaven's Brand and the Aether Blade. Travis wow. is like, I have nineteen of those. They were. Cody's on it, man. We need to give that guy a mic. Twelve. <laughs> he needs to be mic. Now that we have the eight slaughter, that's the whole intention is he'll have a mic, but he'll have a pizza t PTT button to be able to. Sure. You know, so we can chime in when he wants. Because half the time he ain't listening anyway. So this is what you get on YouTube. We can't pause the show and, you know, make it look like these things don't happen. Yeah, we don't want to. No, I think this is kind of the fun of us being <laughs> Kurt, dumb. Curtis Ackerman said it's only friends because Derek Aarons isn't here. <laughs> Very true. <laughs> Very true. Um, yeah, I'll tell you. Uh, I thought Travis ripped ass because he left the room. <laughs> he doesn't leave the room. No, he doesn't. <laughs> So isn't Ethereon, isn't that the bird Yep. that comes with the Heavens brand? Yep. I wonder how much that's going for right now. I If I had to guess, it wouldn't even surprise me if there's no sold. How do you spell it? I think it's like -R -R Earth. T-H-Y-O-N. Y -O I have no idea. <laughs> I put Earth 1. It came out Earth 1. It's A-T-H-Y. Yeah, there's a Y in there. Why? R. Yeah, great question. Why? Why do they do that kind of stuff to me? It um, no idea. It wouldn't surprise me if that figure is. I'll look it up. If that figure is easily in the the three hundred dollar well, range, he can't figure it out because Jeremy cannot look it up because he can't figure out how to spell it. But Travis is going to get Travis it. Travis going to get it. Though. If Travis gets it, I'm going <laughs> to. Poop my pants. ML bird. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you how I'm going to get it because I'm going to use this uh, wonderful tool called um, Source Horseman. Source Horseman. To find the actual spelling. Yes. yes. Surely those weapons will be included with some future figures. Well, surely you can't be serious. <laughs> and don't call me Shirley. Curtis 
It's only uh, Curtis. Can we talk about Jeremy's mic lo looking like a belly dancer that has seen better days? <laughs> <laughs> They're just modeling it after me, Curtis. Mm. <laughs> it's the same mic as ours. It just has a different cover over it. That's true. That's what he means. That cover looks. That cover does look weird. It's good to rest your nose upon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, mythic. The rest are not so. That is crazy. Theorion. You would have hoped someone would have spelled it. Yeah, I know. I thought somebody like Curtis. I mean, he's got eighteen messages on there. You figure he could spell a Theorion for us, but guess we're just expecting too much out of old Curdy. Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers out there. Oh yeah. <laughs> As oh. you can see, we're all here. <laughs> the mothers that are tuning into the show. <laughs> Happy birthday to all you mothers. All right. I'm about to find it. About to find it. Um find it. Dramatic music cue. Dramatic. I wish I I can't play music on this board. No. Uh, mm? No. Uh the problem with him is the wave that e came. A T H. The, the wave that came out with him was called Earthy Earthian's dozen. Yeah. So, like every figure that's been listed, they um, they tag that. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? So the last two sold of him. Uh, guess on the low one, and then guess on the high one. I don't know. Two hundred dollars low. Two two nineteen and six fifty eight. The low one four twenty five. Oh shit balls. The high one you were close, uh, Peter. Uh, six hundred and thirty eight. I was just gonna say, is that that one the six hundred thirty eight one? My goodness, golly! You paid thirty five dollars for that and sold it for six hundred dollars. That's six hundred and three dollar profit. Oh yeah, how, I totally got rid of it. <laughs> how crazy. I got it right here, buddy. How absolutely crazy is that? It's insane. I, I passed on it. I, I never have I don't have one. I don't well seriously, even I've got three. And unfortunately, that was in the time frame early in this line where all I did was buy one. You know, that was I that might even have been the second wave. I think it was. I think that in, in order well, of release, it was wave two, I think. It was birds. It was birds. Yep. Early on. I remember crap talking those birds on the show. Because they were they were originally part of Gothetropolis, right? Yep. And then they got switched to were with Mythic Legion's packaging. So on April 18th, one sold for $200. The next one was $425 on May 2nd. And May 4th, $638. Yeah. The... The reality is, like I said, I mean, I just went through um, a lot of stuff and there's not a ton of him even. I mean, and I, so this is I'm looking at sold. Let me look at um, let me look at if there's just any for sale right now, which it wouldn't surprise me if you saw one sell that high that someone would immediately put theirs up. But looking to see if there's one even available right now on eBay and there isn't. So it's like some of these figures. Like I just recently had someone reach out to me about Thor, um, Bob Bob Rager did, and and I I told him he goes, dude, is four hundred dollars a good price for that dwarf? And I go, uh, selling or buying? Because <laughs> selling it's wonderful, buying, ouch. But the reality is, I told him I go, if you want it, it's a good price. 
because some of those figures they just aren't out there you know they're just there's not they're not available and you know you, you might get lucky and you might find a guy like me um who you know mentally is challenged so like I'll still sell mine for 200 when it's selling for 400, but I, because I'm like, ah, they're a good guy. You know, I, and I'm like, I'm making all that money off of a figure that I only paid 35 bucks for. You're like a scalper with a heart of gold. Yeah, you know, that's probably a good way to describe it. <laughs> and dumb. Yeah. He's like a scalper, but he doesn't scalp you all the way. Right. Yeah. It just gives you a little trim off the top. Yeah. <laughs> it gets, let's hang. It's going to be uncomfortable, <laughs> but you're still going to walk away with your life. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't know. There, if you if you come across the Otho, if you come across the Unkin, and I hate to say it, I the 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 list is like there was one time where you thought it was this. We were obviously wrong. You know that yeah. that list is very large. And you gotta. I'm gonna have to jump on an Unkin sooner than later because I don't have one and I want him. Okay, I'm gonna tell jump you. Jump on an Unkin. I'm. I'm gonna tell you what my personal opinion is for someone like you and like him if he wanted one because he what knows you, know? you. Dude, just paint one. Yeah. It's it obviously but won't I'll be know the same. Inside. I know. I and I totally understand that. No, you literally have the ability. <laughs> you can't do it. Don't paint it. <laughs> I have to have a real one. You have to. I do. Yeah, you can. doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. I will tell you right now. I don't have. I don't have a real. Um, oh my gosh, uh, Celtus in my collection. Hmm. Um, I bought a uh, Jeremy Gerard custom um, off of a. He did a, a, a quick sale, and it was it was actually a Celtus that he made on a Panther, and he probably used Celtus parts and everything anyway. Um, but I loved it. I, I loved how it looked. It was cool. Not it, cannon, but cool. All <laughs> right. It was, <laughs> it was, it was on a Panther, <laughs> which at the time Panther was selling crazy high too. And probably still is. Although I, I think the origins probably is made that. Panther also not cannon for mythic legions. <laughs> <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> uh, so I bought that and sold mine. Like I sold my original. I don't have, I don't have that. Like I just, there you go, Trav. One six shooter. Got a Celtus for you, Trav. Yep. Let's talk. You could have a real one and stop being a faker. <laughs> stop Most being a poser. Uh, Always got to be the Motu stuff. <laughs> it's Mythic Legions, Pete. Out uh, of that Celtus is amazing, though. So I, it, regardless, um, I, I, knowing that you guys can paint, and I, I think you guys, if you really wanted, you could just create it. And I understand what you're saying that it's not the real thing. It's not the original, but. I mean, I could, pay I, could order, I could order repro weapons for all my master's stuff, too, but I don't. Why? Because they're not the original. <laughs> oh, that's something wrong with you. No, I, that's my I need the original. I can't so like you order, put it, I, it sits on a shelf. You doesn't stand matter. back and look at it. And, and, I, and I'll know. Nobody else will know. They'll look at it. And go, oh, you actually what they'll do is they'll go, oh, you have the sorceress staff. And I'll go. Yeah, but actually, it's a repro. I have an, I myself out. I have an almost like, complete USS flag. Yeah. It probably would be complete if Travis wouldn't rip me off and never replace the parts. What do I owe you? <laughs> the parts. What is the part? The Y pin. I got a really funny story, <laughs> and I don't know how it happened. I just found a Y pin yesterday. I can't is it tell a if repro? Serious no, it's real, and I think I think someone must have gave it to me for you. Which is really weird, right? 
Why would someone? It was put into my money bag. It was in my money bag. At the show, and there I was so much money in his bag that he didn't even see it <laughs> for months. But where I was going with this is I have an almost complete USS flag. You know those little radar dishes? You know, they got those little things that stick out of the radar dishes? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's a little, like, it's it's basically a white little piece of plastic that sticks out like an antenna out of the radar dishes. Right. There's two, there's a few of them on there. And one of mine is real, and the other one, it's a part that's, it's, it's an inch, maybe. One of them is a repro. Every time I look at my flag, I go, false. <laughs> right. Poser. No. Wrong. <laughs> Farby. So, Jeremy, just buy yeah. the repro staffs that you need and then sell them as real. And then <laughs> yeah, that's actually buy a, real a good one. idea. That's actually, yeah. You know? If somebody sold me a repro and told me it was real and got me, then I'd be okay. I'd right. Because like, yeah, you would think, think that it was real. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. There's all these people that are struggling. You could help them and help yourself at the same time. That's a good point. Justice Curio is, is great for you get something rare and he'll look at it and he'll go, Yeah, it's, that's a repro. Whether he thinks it or not, he just wants to put that in your head gotcha. so you're not happy. So He's also the one that doubting. sells you uh, the uh, tank from Sears that was black and red, only to then get it in your hand and the bottom is green, and then be like, "No, that's from Sears." Like, no, that's a that's a custom. <laughs> True story. <laughs> I didn't know about this one, but he made that right, though, right? I mean, yeah. About eight years later, he found he, took the, like, he found the real one in his money bag. He took so. like five bucks off. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah false flag yes sir <laughs> yep false flag One six shooter. <laughs> p you don't have that do you what like if some if you got a, a repro sword or something would that would you just put it right in your guy's hand and be like complete yeah i drop it right in the plastic bag on the door and i'll be done with it <laughs> <laughs> uh that's a vintage thing, and I'm 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 getting away from vintage, and I've never been a hardcore complete guy, anyways. But even with my turtles, like I do the same thing. I I have 14 of some figures because I buy nicer ones that are more complete, or I've bought ones that are in worse shape but had more weapons and Frankenstein right. them to get what I want. Now I've got a pile of I've got three figures and I've got six of one accessory or whatever. So. Yeah. Reproduction. Somebody basically makes it. So it looks real, but it's not actual, actually real. So then you can have a complete figure they without either, it being yeah, real. They either make a mold of the original item, or they some in some cases three D print them. Or definitely not the toy maker Rob making more at a later date. That's not that's not a reproduction. It is definitely more of Steve or Pete or you know somebody with a three D printer creating. Yep. 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 Like I just talked to someone the other day I was talking about how easy it would be to make scare glow halberds, scare glow halberds, halberds, yeah. him too. And, <laughs> and it's like, to me, that's a no brainer. I mean, it costs you like in material. I mean, what is that? And I bet there's a free file out there to make it. I mean, that can't cost anything, but it does create this. And I know people that are hardcore collectors hate reproductions because it will look exactly the same mm-hmm. so i understand i definitely understand it from a property standpoint like you know for the most part from what we've seen you know um the horsemen don't have an issue with my extra figure customs um wolf king um all these other companies that may say but they don't have issues with them as long as you're not 
literally stealing from us. Yeah, you're making your own thing. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, original. Yeah, and we've had that talk on the on the main show before too. You know, you but, can't as long as you're staying original and you're. If if my scare glow halberd isn't green, sticky, and kind of funny looking, I don't want it. Right. And gummy, you're kind of bendy. But now I've bought stuff off Etsy where they're you no, know if it's custom an add-on, stuff. Yeah. That's different. I'll add something onto it. Yeah, that wasn't original, yeah. but I it, I'm not gonna replace that original weapon. Yeah. Not good. One time I painted a I don't know if we're talking about master stuff, but I I painted a uh, He-Man sword or a skeletor sword gray because I didn't have a He-Man sword, and the whole time I'm looking at it going, You're just not real. There's something wrong with you two. Maybe there's something wrong with you. Yeah, maybe no, something's wrong. Pete's with, with you. me. Cody's with me. <laughs> well, three. Co- Cody three is not weighed in on this. Yeah, right. Cody just found out what repros. Yeah, were. Cody's <laughs> still trying to process all this. Cody, I understand oh. that, but if you're Cody, if your um, pop was missing a lollipop that it was supposed to have, and you could get one 3D printed and put in it, would it bother you? No repro guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. He's on our team. Cody's a genuine human being. <laughs> <laughs> I can't really argue with that. I probably am not a genuine human being. <laughs> can't really argue with that. So um we're hoping to have some guests. Um, I know I really shouldn't say this because it's going to paint me in a bad light but um i just called and talked to him and he said yep we're going to be ready right at 8 30 um apparently his time 9 30 our time and what time is it so their central standard time i have to be home in a half hour well we'll we'll get this done in a half an hour (laughs) i really have to be home in a half hour but Where, where are they from, Trav? Do you know? I want to say St. Louis. That sounds right. I'll agree. I thought I thought we were on Central Time. Oh, we are Eastern Time. I can't get too much out of it because I get this mixed up too. But yeah, I, I never. But know. I knew it wasn't. Central. I always have to Google it. <laughs> you sent him Central. Time. <laughs> I don't know what those little letters are after the time. So just... he asked me. Central time, and I said, I think so. We're like in the center of the state, so I look. <laughs> we're not, but we're, we're not not literally the on the west the coast of the state. Travis, yeah, you live in a place Mid- called West Michigan. 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 Western time, I would is been. less than a mile from where we're sitting. How yeah. is that the center of the state? It's pretty close, and we don't have time zones with what? time zones within the state. So then. <laughs> I was sitting in the hot tub last night with Heidi and I go trying to do all of this like stupid because let's be honest. The best way to do this would be make a Facebook messenger group with us and the people we wanted on. Mm -hmm. It's all there, all the information, but these guys don't get on Facebook or will never friend me. Okay. (laughs) Got one. Got one. All right. right. The plan is to get two of them. So, um, but I don't know if you can message him. There was like four. Cody and well, the, yeah, the plan is like four or five people, but we'll see what happens. So should we? Um, I don't know if you could chat with him privately before you bring him in to just to ask him when if he wants to wait for the other guest. Anyway, 
So I'm sitting in the hot tub with Heidi. I'm, I'm sorry, Peter. I'm sitting in the hot tub with Heidi and I look at her and I go, hey, are we in central time? And she goes, yeah, I think so. <laughs> uh, then she goes, ah, shoot, but I don't know because we might be. Um, I, I can't. I go, she Heidi, stop it. I don't want the daily savings card, didn't she? <laughs> Were you on your phone at the time? I did have my phone in my possession. I could have Googled that. Three yes. A three-second Google would have saved you some time there. Yeah. But I'm, I'm not judging you, buddy. I'm not judging. I am. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> we got two people. Uh, uh, oh, my gosh. You know, uh, we're going to bring them on. And the plan will be we're going to actually let them introduce themselves because we have personally sat down and talked with these guys. But I don't think... I can't recall. Have they actually been on Legion's cast? Not on Legion's cast. No, because we've definitely zoomed with these guys. We had a pretty yes. fun conversation, and there yeah, are kind of people. Um, but it's going to be fun to bring them on. And oh, headset. Yeah, we're yeah, going to do this. We're, uh... <clears throat> Getting serious now. All right, let's do this. Real quick, everybody, we are bringing Tony and Robin. Um, we're going to let you guys uh, explain who you are and what brought you to the Mythic Legion world. But um, I want to say thanks for joining us. And um, unfortunately, Pete just was not real sure about times as we put this <laughs> thing together. Yeah, guys, I am, I'm so sorry. The, the problem is I'm such a dunderhead sometimes. I can't be counted on for anything. I don't know how to read. My simple math skills are off. My geography is horrid. I just, I'm, I apologize. I do. I'm sorry. Nice, nice. I like how Travis made you take that bullet there, Pete. We know it was Travis. Come on. <laughs> Welcome this morning, you guys. Morning. Thanks, guys. Good to be here. How's everything? Good. How's it going? Well, right. it is pretty good. We have had, um, we've had about an hour of conversation now. Uh, based on Mythic Legions, which is great because we need to do this podcast a little bit more, but we're super excited about you guys coming in and uh, telling us what the status of the video game is and where we're headed. Yeah. Yeah. Tony, um, you want to introduce yourself and then uh, and go ahead and I'll uh, go next. Sure. So uh, I'm Tony Hobdy. I'm in charge of actually making the game, um, you know, the actual technical part of it. So I run the team. I make sure that the we meet all of our standards. Uh, basically, I'm the game architect. It's kind of like what I call myself. So I'm responsible for you know uh, everything everybody sees, how things work, uh, making the decisions on why things are certain ways. Obviously, there's a group effort behind all of that, but I'm the one who are, you know executes it all. Very cool. Yep. Yep, and uh, I'm Rob. Um, I work on the handle all the marketing duties, uh, a little bit on the operations side. So Tony and I are working hand in hand as we're developing it, developing out pieces of the game, and, and you know figuring out what's going to appeal most to the audience, and then starting to do cool stuff with uh, people like yourself to really get the fans engaged. Yeah, awesome. Hey, Rob, bring uh, bring everybody up to speed just in case they've been hiding underneath a rock. Um, uh, name of the game, kind of the idea behind it. Where, where did it all come from? Give us kind of a, a brief synopsis of from kind of where we started to kind of where we're at now. Yeah, totally. So, um, you know, we got introduced uh, to the uh, Four Horsemen through a mutual friend of ours. 
um, which was awesome because um, I have a previous background at Mattel. And so obviously I, I knew the reputation of the horsemen. Um, and uh, another one of our key staff members had been a big fan, obviously, you know, tracking on the Motu line uh, for a number of years. And, um, you know, when we started working with them, we really got engrossed in the lore of Mythic Legions. And, you know, probably the biggest thing that really jumped out to us um, was everything around the Aetherblade. Um, so we, we um, you know, developed around this idea of having a tactics game that allows you, you know, to go out into battle, but also to bring the storyline and the lore of the Mythic Legions um, brand out, um, which is awesome and really hasn't been told before in, in, a, in a content <coughs> set. So um, we decided to go, the name of the game is Mythic Legions Tactics War of the Aetherblade. And um, we're seeing this as uh, the first entry into the content space for the video game. And, you know, we're working through storylines that will not only grow as you play the game, but also we think has legs beyond um, just this version. And, that, and that's awesome. And, you know, I, there, there's so much talk about Mythic Legions and about the lore and about mythos. And there's so many questions from people. We see them all the time wanting to know this character's backstory. And then people start chiming in because they look up at their shelf and they kind of have an idea of what the backstory is. And they kind of, just in the same way they customize the action figures, they kind of customize the story and they customize why this person's armor looks this way and blah, blah, blah. And so to, to have a uh, kind of a deep dive into some of that lore and some of the story behind all of it is uh, the fans have been clamoring for it. And let's be realistic. The majority of us are, are video game people as well. And there's so much crossover in that world. I mean, this just, it makes perfect sense and people, people are pumped for it. Yeah. You know, um, you know, all of us who, you know, we've grew up in the eighties and obviously with some of the great properties that came out in the eighties and always getting that backstory, you know, on the back of the action figure box, um, which was awesome. And, and we know the horsemen have done a lot around that, but, you know, to see it come to life now um, from a content perspective live and, and, you know, we'll start sharing some of the, you know, we're in development now and Tony's going to speak to it, but just how some of the video is coming along is amazing. And I think it's really going to blow people away. Um, and it, and it really brings out not only the key core characters, but, uh, but the, the world of mythos, um, which is going to be, Awesome. I mean, honestly, I mean, not to not to pump up my partner too much, but I'll tell you, every week we're looking at stuff coming in from the dev team and we're like, wow, like it's unbelievable. Like it's going to be awesome. That's very exciting. I I hate to say this to you guys. I think there's a lot of pressure on you. (laughs) Uh, if, if, If you think about. And even like you just said, like our 80s love for toys and things. Like there's people that when you're first, I mean, the horsemen have done a, a great job with the bios on the cards. I mean, they're wonderful, but a lot of, I talk to people and they're like, yeah, I, I don't have a connection to the characters. So it's hard for me to get into the line. And um, I think you guys are, you're really going to put the first, I mean, this, this piece out there, that's going to be how people really identify with these characters based on the story. And, uh, 
you got to get it right. Not only that, yeah. you've got a, a, a group <laughs> of fans that are already seeing the story in their head and seeing these characters, how they interpret them. And now we're going to get the first inter other you know, interpretation from them that everybody's, you know, it's kind of like doing a movie on a favorite property. This isn't a movie, but you know, and then you go there and you're like, well, that, that's not what I thought. So now I'm disappointed. Yeah. There's definitely the chance for that. I mean, it's, it's a lot of pressure. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I'll speak welcome to, to the the, Deb, the Debbie Downer section of the show. <laughs> well, so you bring up a very valid, you know, piece oh, of the Hey, Jim. Uh, uh, real quick, Tony. Let's. Uh, we just we brought Jim on. We want to just introduce him uh, in case people don't don't know who he is. Steve, you want to introduce Jim real quick? <laughs> Jim is uh, my good friend. And partner, we partner at a show sometimes setting up toys. I show him how to do it, and he, he he's a good worker. I'll tell you what, he digs in, follows directions well. Um, <laughs> of course, we're going to have an opportunity to do that again soon. I, I'm so looking forward to it. It's going to come up soon. And uh, I didn't realize we did this at like at the crack of dawn, but that's yes. okay with it. Well, Jim, at least you were told the correct time zone. Uh, the, the, can't, the, the same can't be said for poor Tony and Rob because uh, well, I, I screwed it all up, Jim. Jim, uh, if you imagine I set this whole in, this whole interview up, I set it up the way Steve set up the Mythic Legions figures at PowerCon. It was that bad. So, uh, of course, uh, Jim from the Four Horsemen is here. Welcome. Uh, thanks for joining us, Jim. Tony is about to uh, tell us how he's uh, not going to let us down when it comes to this game. <laughs> well, now, let, me tell you, let me tell you something. We've been we've been having weekly meetings since this. When when did we start? September. Uh, September. September. So we've been having weekly meetings, and you know, I have absolutely no idea what. A development of a video game forget that but just playing and all the rest of stuff and we went from like super simple things to what's going on now is just really out of control it's really really going to be amazing uh, i can't imagine anyone would be disappointed in what these guys are doing because tony's a huge fan of just all that stuff and with that knowledge it's like the ability to, and, and this is kind of like how we approach a lot of, of the design stuff. Eric is such a, you know, such a fan of all the stuff that we do. And he's combining all the things that he loves about every aspect of design and elements that go into the figures. Right. So Tony's doing the exact same thing. And his it's not only just Tony, but his group of guys, you know, they're all, but Tony is just that creative force there has taken every little element of all these games that he loves and wants to combine them all into one. Using Mythic Legions as, you know, the 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 basis of the of the thing. So I mean the things that we've been seeing in the last couple of weeks, it's just been insane. So, I mean, I don't know if I personally will be, like, playing the game, but I'll be enjoying watching people playing the game. I'm, 
I'm a little too much of an old timer for some of that stuff. But um, like I said, I think as crazy it is, you know, you, you see those videos of people playing games and I can't, you know, you can't wrap your head around it as an older person. And I'm thinking to myself, I might be with that guy who's watching someone else play the game for a while, you know? <laughs> so it's been, and if nothing else, it's been a huge education. I mean, just, and I'm hoping that as we roll out and as we do things, and I think the guys, the the AI guys are, are on board with this to, to go back and share some of that development work, because I think everybody who is a mythic legion person, they like the nuts and bolts of everything. You know, they like to see how stuff is done and because they're more invested than anybody. It's not like, you know, something you buy at the old Toys R Us uh, as a, as a toy, people are invested, everybody. And we know people are invested, whether they're invested in, you know, how they customize them or how they display them or all the stuff. So that becomes a huge, huge thing when these guys are developing the game. And I don't know, I can't tell you how many times they have come to us and is like, is this what you want? Is this what you think the Legionnaires want to see? I mean, it's at least twice, three times a conversation, every meeting. Do you think this is what they want to see? This is how, how will they react to that? So, I mean, the fact that these guys have um, have embraced that, you know, a lot of times, you know, once you license something out, that's it. You make the handshake and it goes. And then, you know, eight months, a year later, you get something back and it may not be what you want. But if, if it's not what you guys want, it's, it's on us, too, <laughs> because we have been there at every step of the of the process and have approved everything that goes on so um you know I've, I, i'm sure there's going to be a few things that we missed or you know misinterpreted as what people would want and but i think overall i don't think anybody will be disappointed yeah I think, that's awesome I think, you know, yeah, I was just going to say to that point, I think it was clear to us very early on from, you know, not only working with with the crew at Four Horsemen, but, you know, seeing what you guys do on Legion Cast and what goes on in the Cabal, that that the 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 extra member of our dev team is definitely the Legionnaires because it, that, that we're bringing them into the game to help design. And we've done that a little bit. And we're going to do that a lot more. But it was very clear to us early on that this is a passionate fan base that are going to have some skin in the game and, and want to be involved in every, you know, small detail. So which is exciting as well. I, uh, I'm getting some concerned text messages. I wanted to let all the viewers know that plant is not moving. Um, that's Jim's bun. That's the plant's not stalking or attacking him. They were concerned for your safety, Jim. I just wanted to let everybody know that you're that you're safe and sound there in New Jersey. So, and I don't know what you guys? I mean, you must have scared the heck out of Rob because, <laughs> like clean shaven and got a, I mean, he used to like the last time I saw him, he looked like Lemmy from Motorhead. <laughs> <laughs> At one certain point, I thought he had run away and joined a motorcycle gang. 
<laughs> we we had a we actually I had a long talk with Rob about a week and a half ago, and I it was very important for us that he understood the level of production value that we offer, our level of professionalism. When when we are as when when you surround yourself with pretty people like we do, we can't just have random biker gang guys showing up. So he, I mean, he really he stepped it up. Look at him; he's he's looking good. I I appreciate that he took it seriously because we do, you know. <laughs> I, I had a I had a clean up for Mother's Day, you know. <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry, but I didn't mean to sidetrack us. Tony, yeah. um, tell us about what you're doing, man. Well, so my job is to make sure the game doesn't suck. <laughs> um, so, you know, going back a little bit on what Rob and Jim were saying, the goal was always to figure out what's the best type of game we could make and the best way to tell the story. Now, one of the hardest parts about telling the story is that you have 10 factions that you need to sell both light and dark sides of. So now we're in this, okay, Star Wars kind of element where we have to tell, tell both sides. How do you sell, how do you tell just a, you know, one piece of it versus the other? And not all of them are like good versus evil either. So you have some neutral factions. How do you tell those stories in one game? Uh, that's where the ch initial challenge started of, okay, we now have all of these factions. How do we break that down? So we looked at a bunch of different types of games we could make. You know, the initial game that we actually came up with was a card game. It wasn't even a live action anything, it, like 3D nothing. It was a card game. And after a bunch of discussions, everybody was like, oh, we need to do an RPG. Okay, well, there's a bunch of different types of RPGs. Do you do a hack and slash RPG? Do you do all these different types? And at the end of the day, none of them really melded around the idea of what Mythic Legions came to be, which is it's a customizable RPG system. Well, that limits your overall typical game type down to a few different ones, at least for the story part of it. So we looked at that and said, okay, how what, how best to really attack that area? And it, at the end of the day, I'm a huge tactics fan. So I was really like, well, taking the idea of the Mythic Legion's customization and the different lore you have, we could turn it into a strategy game that strategy game can then have a bunch of different elements that we haven't really released yet. And I'll go over a little bit of them on this call. But the fact of the matter is, is that we're going to allow everybody to play every faction so that you know what different pieces of you know lore there are for every different faction and every different piece of character. Now, the other another thing that came up at the very beginning was whether or not to let the players play the actual characters or create their own. So how do you also do that? How do you show the, the love of the actual Mythic Legion's characters, but also let people customize their own? That was one of the biggest challenges we faced. So what you're going to see in Mythic Legion's tactics is a hybrid between the two. You're going to see the story of... You know, Artemis, you're going to see the story of, you know, uh, Atlas, you're going to see those stories, but you're playing a, your own customized characters 
that are going alongside of that story. So you see that story, but you're making your own. So you have your own pieces that you're doing. You're making your own characters that are, uh, you're seeing the coronation from Artemis happen. But at the same time, you are, you know, part of that legion of that faction, but you're seeing it happen. And then there's a bunch of stuff that happens around that. The story starts pulling you into, but you see the main storyline go from this kind of side perspective. So when we started looking at all those different pieces, we said, okay, tactics, you know, was the obvious choice. And then we said, okay, now we need to allow for both light side, dark side. You need to be able to play each faction. You're going to be these create your own characters. So one of the other cool things that we're doing is the fact that when you play Xylona's Flock faction, you're chasing Gorgo is part of the storyline. And you're, you know, Gorgo has stolen the Aether Blade and he's running away trying to get back. Okay. However, you're going to play both factions, meaning you're going to play the one that's running away too. So what's going to happen is when Xylona's flock catches up to Gorgos, you're actually going to play both sides of that and fight yourself in one of the one of the fights. So characters that you set up for the what uh, I let me back up one second. When you first start the game, you're going to get to choose which faction you want to start with. So you're going to choose, oh, I want to play this faction first. If you if you choose Xylona's flock faction, you're going to keep going. And you're going to attack Gorgo's group, and those will be pre-generated characters that you fight. But then, if you next one, if you choose uh, Legion of Erethir, you're going to choose, you're going to fight them. But when you fight Xylona's flock, you're going to fight the characters you had set up in Xylona's flock area. So you're fighting your own customized characters. Man, that's, so, cool. that's kind of fun. Yeah, <laughs> that is yeah. so cool. So that's a that's a piece of the game mechanic we haven't really gone too much around. But one of the biggest problems that we really needed to solve was how do you fight and tell a big story across all the you know good side, bad side, you know all the different pieces of that puzzle. So it sounds to me like the object of the game is to just basically unlock further parts of the story. Correct. So the single player part of the game is. Uh, 30 battles per faction per season. Now I say season. So you'll see a lot of us say season one. Okay. We're, we haven't told anybody what that means, but season one is the first part of the story. Okay. But there are more seasons. I'm not going to tell you how many, but there are more seasons that have already been planned. And awesome. those different seasons will tell more parts of that story. That's you know that and that sounds like the the idea for the the additional content and the stuff moving forward. I mean that's a that's a winning recipe for you. You, you look at the when you talk about video games, of course, right now, Fortnite, Call of Duty. That I mean th those are the ones that are kind of when you talk video games, and to have that new additional content coming, it's it's very entertaining. It's very fun to play, but to know there's something else coming down the pike, and to be able to unlock those things and you know the the customization of characters aspect is is absolutely awesome and i mean that's i mean that's tried and true i mean you guys know that 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 works because you've seen it work 
to be able to take a, a property that already has so much love and take some of that special sauce. And um, can you speak to uh, speak to the platforms in which the game will be available to play? Sure. So we're starting off with PC, which will be Steam, and then iOS and Android will be the first three. Now we are launching some additional pieces to unlock the console areas. So where we'll do go, you know, we will go to Switch, we'll go to PlayStation, we'll go to Xbox is some stuff that's coming up. You know, we, we will have a campaign around doing those additional consoles, but we're building it in a way that it'll go across everything initially. But that's another challenge, actually. So we're building it, but we have to build a PC version and a mobile version simultaneously. So we have to be very cognizant on how that works. Do you, I guess one of my other questions, do people still have Androids? <laughs> they still have what? They still, is, is Android still a thing? Because I, I mean, some like, I mean, every, every now and again, I, I'll text my grandpa and it's green on the text message, but <laughs> every, every cool person I know it's blue. So I didn't know if Android was still a thing, but. Yes, there are billions <laughs> of people who still use Android. <laughs> um, what's really funny to me is I'm gonna, I'll be, and I'm being completely honest with you. You hear about the video game and in the very, the very early onset of it, I pictured kind of a, a Heroes of Grayskull kind of a tappers. You know what I mean? Kind of a time killer where you just kind of see the things, and it was a way to incorporate Mythic Legions into something other than the figures. And every single time you guys have talked with us or, or kind of released information, it is so much more than that. Yeah. And I think it's such a, it's been such a higher level of expectation from what we originally thought. Um, again, even if it was twice or two, three, four times, what something like that would have been, I don't think anybody anticipated it being anything but a mobile game. So, I mean, coming out of the gate with PC as well, and then you know, potentially moving to the consoles in the future, I think that's a lot bigger than anybody anticipated when we first heard Mythic Legion's video game. Yeah, and that's kind of one of the, you know, Mythic Legion's is such a big undertaking from the very beginning. We didn't want to tie ourselves to one thing, because we did originally talk about just doing mobile only. We did talk about doing console only or certain pieces. But we didn't want to round that out that way when we could do it the, you know, you know, holistically do the entire ecosystem. And there are pieces to this that will get announced over the next probably two or three weeks that will lend itself to how we're going to handle each different type. So the I'm not actually sure how much I'm allowed to say. So I'm trying to choose my words very carefully at the moment. I am. Um, According according to my group message with uh, Jim and Eric Treadaway and Cornboy, they said, "Say whatever you want, you're good to go." So I don't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Jim is on here, so I don't do that because I talk too much. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. We're just going to have to deliver. So <laughs> I, I'm a, I'm a fan of letting people know. Of I mean, I've went through years and years of all the. Mattel secrets and all the rest of stuff. I I'm a fan of tell people everything we know right away and let's let's get behind it. So go for right. it. I love Jim. <laughs> <laughs> what what I'm seeing here, and tell me if I'm wrong, is a game that 
you know, you have certain objectives that you have to do certain battles that have to happen, but then there, you always, the characters are always running into a stopping point, say three characters around sitting around a campfire, one with extremely good hair, two of them really fat, one formerly fat. And those guys have little sections where they actually tell the story and further it to the next part. And then you might run into these guys in a shop somewhere. And then these guys will give what they think, complete with voiceovers. I don't know where you're going to get these three amazing fans to do this sort of thing. But this is what I'm seeing. Am I anywhere close to anything here? Well, I'm scratching the surface. <laughs> It's like you're in our dev room. It's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> I think the I think the real question you should ask him is, yeah, did you pay the thousand dollars to get your face in the game? <laughs> it was actually twelve hundred for Steven because his face is so big. <laughs> so and they had to they had to like add microprocessors and chips to the equipment to be able to store the data of Steve's head. I I can tell you personally that the thing that I wanted most from this game, there was two things. Um, one was a great story. And the fact that Jim has said that they're on board, they're helping you guys, they're right there with you, makes me just so excited about this um, because I'm a, like a story-driven guy. But then number two was that piece that you said, that, that one of the huge components of Mythic Legions is people being able to create their own custom figures and take pick pieces off this and that. And, and now you're going to make that even easier for someone like me who might be a little challenged because I could just do it on the screen. And I am super excited about that. I, that's fun. Yeah. And we've spent a lot of time working through that. That's one of the things we keep showing every week is that customizability and how detailed we're going to get into it. And I think it's going to shock a few people on how much you're going to be able to do. Um, and we are not limited by the existing, um, models that other companies have done for customization because of the way that mythic legions is built. So we've been able to design something fairly unique and new around the customizer to the point where you're going to be able to make your characters, any color, every single element Every piece of armor, every piece of weapon, every skin color, eye color, everything will be customizable to the way that you want it to look. Now, there, just as you know, Jim gave me permission, so I'm going to say a few things. <laughs> um, we are also doing a few different pieces to that puzzle that are going to be additionally unique we are going to tie the game into the character's slot. Meaning, let's say you name your character, uh, I don't know, just Bob. Let's just use Bob. So now you have a character named Bob. Bob can be an elf. It could be a dwarf. It could be anything when you first set up the game. Okay. Now, when you choose a faction, you have to choose whichever races are part of that faction. That's the only limitation. But let's say in the middle of season one, you're like, you know what? I really want to change from an elf to a human. You can change your character immediately with no repercussions. You can change the way it looks. Every piece of armor can change. All of that stuff can change without affecting the character's stats. We are not making a pay to win to where you can buy a sword that's plus 100 damage or an armor that is this amount of defense. You can change the way it looks at any time, assuming you've unlocked what you want to, you know, do. 
but you cannot buy your way to win the game. Now, part of the reason we're doing that is because of the way Mythic Legions was built. You can customize everything. So we're making it to where you can customize that character in any way you want at any time. If you want to go from an elf to a dwarf to a human within the matter of like five minutes for the same character and have them same stats and same class, you can do it. That's awesome. That's really cool. We actually, yeah. there's a question up here from uh, from Christopher. It says, with the plans for additional seasons, are there any concerns about new Mythic Legions offerings causing issues with the game platform you're starting with? For example, the addition of horses. Uh, no, so horses are in the game. So they're already in it. Um, we are coordinating that with the horsemen. So there are elements we're pushing for. There are elements that we know they're coming out with. We're making sure that all of that is tied together. Now, as I mentioned, everything is seasonal. So there are seasons, and our seasons will be behind theirs for the reason for us to be able to promote that to the game. So obviously, the moment, hey, there's a new figure that comes out, that's not to say it will come out in the game immediately. We're going to try and do as fast as possible. But at the same time, we have to be realistic in our own releases. So we do plan to do quarterly updates um, to the game as well. Now, those updates will have different pieces. So we are doing a meta with this game. Okay. So the meta means if anybody's played League of Legends, anybody's played any of those type of games where they update the meta, the meta will be updated, meaning once we... Uh, launch a new faction or we launch a new character type or we launch a new uh, class or something that class might be overpowered when it first comes out because we don't know the meta for that to work within it some might suck might some might be better we will be updating those metas as the game progresses excellent awesome mm -hmm. <laughs> wow keeps um, getting more and more exciting <laughs> well and, and and so i i hear i hear what you're saying and that makes me think of so everything that the horsemen have going on and everything that they've done and the horsemen fans are very very loyal um a lot of the horsemen fans are very very vocal as well as to what they hope to see we've seen a ton of you know oh i want magic users oh i want uh, you know, we want a dragon. Is there going to be something that's bigger than an ogre, but smaller than the dragon? And so now you, I kind of see this symbiotic relationship of you guys are working with the horsemen as they're releasing figures, then you're getting them into the game. And my hope is now we've got all these other brains and all these other creative people that all of a sudden go in the game. It would make sense to have this. And now that goes back and the horsemen go, we should make a figure based on this. And I just, I mean, that talk, you talk about just raising the level, you know, I, I think that's going to be absolutely awesome because let's be realistic. Marvel and Hasbro are killing it with their game edition Spider-Man. Am I right? <laughs> you know, so, <laughs> but it's just a, a, what a, what a cool way to have something more pooling into the lore and, and no matter how good anybody is in, in anything, all of a sudden somebody says something, you go, why didn't we think of that? That would be amazing. And to, and to, said, to have that go both ways, that's going to be really, really cool to watch. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, no, I was just going to say, I mean, I think that speaks to the relationship between our studio for Horseman Studio 
and then the third part, which is the legions. Um, you know, we're gonna, you know, definitely be inviting people in to work with us to develop out pieces of the game. We're definitely listening closely to what goes on in places like the Cabal and, you know, hearing from, you know, uh, influencers like yourselves. And as the, we ramp the, up- The our- fourth horseman is what we call ourselves now, Rob. I don't know if you do that or not. Um, no, we recently know. updated, so. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> and, um, you know, we, we are going to be fully engaged. Um, you know, we have a new marketing campaign that's going to be launching here soon um, with some channels that's going to allow the fan, you know, contact us and you know we're we're going to be setting up uh mythic legion's discord channel um to play along you know for people following along with the game and then obviously our social channels so you know monitoring and taking in that input and bringing that back into where we're going to be building out the further uh content um reveals and also content inputs on the game is we just see it working such a, a very you know lack of a better word, but a symbiotic type relationship with the fan community. And and this, I, and there's no way that people aren't going to create such incredibly awesome characters in this game that they're not going to become figures. I mean, there, there's going to be, I mean, the, the way the horsemen are with their fans and what we've seen, you know, even in previous Kickstarters levels, different things, there's no way that there's not a lucky one or two or three horseman fans over the course of time that aren't going to see something they created back into the line of figures. And what, how, how is that not the ultimate fan service? You know, mm-hmm. you guys, and both when I say you guys, I mean both your studio and the horseman studio, it's always been fan driven. It's always about what they want. I can tell you from the, the five years we've been doing our main show, um, our fans love when they hear their name on the podcast or we give them a shout out or they send us drama when you can tie in that way. Um, it just, it just solidifies that relationship amongst everybody and, and just raises the whole game. Cause again, you've got how many thousands of people that are going to play this game. Somebody's going to come up with something that's going to look absolutely awesome in six inch plastic. Let me, let me tell you something. What you had just said is completely and utterly incorrect. <laughs> I'm only kidding. No. I, I just got peated by Jim. Did anybody catch that? <laughs> He's been doing this game a lot longer than you oh, have. Yes. <laughs> that, it, it, I can't tell you how many times we've been at shows, people showed us figures that they've done, and we said, that's that's awesome, you know, you mind if we take that and do it? Sometimes like customs, like uh, you know, like the power con things that we do, because people do amazing stuff. So absolutely, you know, you you're a hundred percent on 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 the mark as far as that stuff goes. Um, you know, it's just cool. I mean, one if someone makes a combination or does. Um, you know, a custom pad or something like that. We're looking at it and we're like, wow, that's awesome. That's great. You know, it's basically for, and and then there are other people who, you know, don't have those skills or, um, you know, can't do it or whatever. They, they appreciate all that stuff. You know, I mean, that adds to their collection. So if we can help them along the way and the game is a hundred percent a, um, I guess uh, incubator, possibly, you know, of, yeah. of characters and, and things like that. 
So, you know, if, if it looks good and people want it, there's no reason why we wouldn't, you know, start to look at that kind of thing. That's awesome. So are there options for late backers for those dum-dums like Chris <laughs> that passed initially? <laughs> uh, well, so that's where the public campaign will come in. So we are doing a public Kickstarter. Um, we believe that we're launching it in July. That's the current time frame or plan at the moment. Um, and there will be a lot more information around that that's going to start coming out over probably the next three to five weeks, I would guess. Um, but the, the goal of the public Kickstarter is to allow people who missed it, obviously get back involved, but also it's really to push the multiplayer options of the game, which we haven't talked about almost at all. Um, so the multiplayer part of the game is going to have three different, three ways you can play multiplayer. One is hot seat which we're bringing back the old custom. If you only have one device, you want to play with your friends, you can still do turn-based hot seat. I think oh, that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I think that's been missing in a lot of different games we see nowadays. You know, I, we want to, when we put it on consoles, we want you to be able to play on the same console together. So it'll be hot seat. Um, oh, cool. Second cool. is tactics with friends. Can't even say it either, either than that. It's, your turn sign it to the next person next person those will go you know those different battles could take days just to go back and forth on a, in an individual battle but we're going to do a tactics with friends type of scenario the third one is a little bit more complicated but we wanted to make it a little bit more speedy so what we've designed is what is called a simultaneous turn tactics to where each side has 60 seconds to determine their entire sides moves and then there's just a cut scene that happens after 60 seconds and you see who what happens and then oh, after you see that happen then there's another 60 seconds for you to do your next turn you got to do all the stuff so if you go to the same spot they're going to the ai is going to determine what happens you know does somebody fall does somebody get moved does somebody attack if you try and attack somebody who moves what happens so there's going to be a lot of AI elements around this kind of simultaneous tactics element that we haven't really announced yet. Um, but that is how we're planning to do most of the uh, multiplayer options is around that. Now, this lends itself to another piece of information we need to announce. One of the other big pieces is we're doing Mythic Legion's tactics. Okay, so it's still a strategy game. However, there are a lot of people who don't want to spend 20 to 40 minutes doing a tactics attacking level. So it takes time for you to do, oh, let me select this character. Then let me set this. Oh, let me do this attack. It can get a little time consuming if you're not a huge tactics fan, and you, but you still want to see the story. So we're doing something called battle templates to where you can auto chess it if you want to. To where you can set up your own battle template to run the battle for you. So you can, instead of spending 20 minutes to 40 minutes doing each battle, you run your battle template and you just watch it. And it just happens. You set up your system correctly and you can just go through the story. This is way. so people like Travis can play. <laughs> and Jim. And Jim. And right? Jim. <laughs> exactly. So, so we wanted to... The, the thing about the the battle templating system is that it allows people who are not huge tactics fans 
to also do the auto chess world. So it, one, it expands our area of uh, potential, you know, individuals who like the game, but it also gives the people who are really into the customizers, really into the story, really into the other pieces to enjoy the game in a way that you couldn't really do if we were just a, oh, turn-based tactics, everything. Yep, which is really important to us because we know we're going to get a lot of the gaming community and the hardcore, hardcore gamers. You know, but we want to make sure we're pulling in the fans of Mythic Legions who, you know, may not be into that side of it. So we want them to not only be able to customize, which we know is super important, but also to see the storylines play out, right? Because that's what everyone wants to see, especially if you've been in this brand for, you know, five, six, seven years. Yeah. Wow. So what's the uh, what's the music? going to be like huh do you guys are you guys talking to anybody about that have you got stuff in the works so we are currently auditioning composers <laughs> that helps uh <laughs> so um co comp, uh, so video game music is i would say in, in in the 15 plus years i've been doing game development and the 20 plus I've been in animation is the hardest thing to actually do. <laughs> and bar, bar none, to me, the, the score, because you can't do it early. <clears throat> the games has to right. progress enough for you to know how to do it. But because of all the customization elements we're doing, especially around this game, Music is very difficult to determine the right mood for an area and the ability for us to really figure that part out. So we're not touching music just yet, <clears throat> but we have, we have started interviewing composers as in, hey, here's a scene, compose it, and we're testing out some different people at the moment. Awesome. Good deal. If uh, you know what I and just be, because I'm the type of guy that I am, if uh, you guys need extra set of ears or something on an audio, if, if you want to just fire it my way, I mean, I'd be more than happy to give you a little feedback. You know, I just because I care, you know, not for any other reason other than that. So, yes, absolutely. The, the I, I still I, I still kind of chuckle you know, after hearing all of this today and no idea this was going to be what it was going to be even even in the know that i happened to be in because i was fortunate enough to have spoken with you guys on more than one occasion this really is uh is, is a lot is a lot deeper than that i than even i thought it was going to be so it's absolutely amazing we've got a, and there's a couple of comments even on the live broadcast this morning of wasn't really my thing, but after hearing this, I'm going to get in and, you know, it's, and that's, that number's only going to get bigger moving forward. So, um, yeah. you, uh, obviously, um, release dates and stuff. I know that's, that's touchy. And I know that's such a, such a fluid thing. And I know there's a lot of variables. Um, are did you guys have kind of a, an idea in your head of, a a, uh, time of a year Q Q one of 2022, or is there anything where you're like, we're really hoping people are playing this game at this time. We're obviously not going to hold you something to it. broad, I just... something broad, like time of day, right. minute, yeah. hour, I, I, I Q one is three months, you know? So, <laughs> so I, I, said, I, I don't, I don't want to beat anybody up on it. I just, I know everybody's curious and I thought I would ask. Well, and don't get time of day from Travis. Don't have him involved in that. 
So that one's sticky because once we don't actually know what the final version of the game is until after the public Kickstarter. Okay. Okay. So you're anticipating July-ish is what your hope is? Well, we will launch it in – hopefully we're planning to launch it sometime in July. Okay. That will end in August. After the August time frame, which will give us time to collate all that data, figure out what it is, I would anticipate we'll have a closer timeline sometime in September. Very cool. But, you know, game development is, you know, like you said, it's fluid. But at the end of the day, we don't even know what the final version of the game is yet. You know, we have a bunch of uh, stretch goals we're going to offer. Like, hey, we're going to do consoles now. Okay, well, that's you know, a lot more stuff. Oh, we're going to do another faction. Okay, well, there's a lot more around that. We have one of the comments I read was about the classes. So we have an entirely new class system that really people haven't seen before. We're doing this whole melded class system, which I'm, I don't know if anybody's really dove into yet, but the, the melded class system has to be fully worked out and the more that we open up, the more we have to engineer and make sure all works within the game. I can't. Uh, I can't imagine how much work actually goes into putting something like this together. <laughs> oh, I know, right? <laughs> you, know. <laughs> uh, it, you know, it's it's fun, and then. So most game development that I've been in is either a slog or it's fun. You enjoy it. You get involved with it. You see the weekly updates or it's, oh my gosh, this isn't working right. Or this isn't going the way we want. We're not in that latter one. We're in the first one. Everything is new and fun. And we're seeing all these different pieces. There's a ton of cut scenes in the game. So we're seeing things in the story right now. We're in the we're advancing all the different pieces of the puzzle. We're adding all the new characters. So <clears throat> this is the fun part of the game. The hard part of the game is actually towards the end where it's all the polish. Where you're like, oh, I don't know if it's ready yet. I don't know if we're ready to push this yet. Like, oh, this this camera angle isn't hundred percent right. How do we re-engineer this piece? Those those are the hard parts. The beginning of game development is always fun. The hard part is always right at the end where you're in polish mode. <laughs> hey, Tony, maybe um, give uh, just a quick um, on the backgrounds of uh, some of the dev team and maybe just some of the games uh, they've worked on or some of the companies they've been with. I think when you guys hear that, uh, also get you double excited. Yeah. Well, that was... I literally, as soon as he was done, I was going to say, hey, give us a brag session. You know, Rob, great minds think alike, Rob. You you cleaned up well, and, man, you're sharp. <laughs> it's like he does this for a living. Right. Yeah. Wow. Game on today. I've built a whole career around this. <laughs> so uh, we were lucky enough to get a very large group of 3D uh, modelers and developers from Ubisoft. Uh, so a lot of them worked on Assassin's Creed. They worked on For Honor. Uh, they worked on all various large-scale 3D type of games. Um, that's where the quality level has kind of come from, is those different guys offer this new level of professionalism and quality that we didn't know or were hoping to get to when we first started this endeavor but we were able to get some of those really high level guys behind this. 
Um, and then from the development side, I was able to pull some of the, you know, different experience pieces that I have from working on, you know, larger 3D games. I worked on a lot of FPSs um, in the past, first-person shooters. Um, so I have a lot more uh, background in the, you know, AI side of things, the, the front-end pieces, you know, worked on Serious Sam, that type of stuff. Um, so when you combine their quality levels with the experience levels and the development that we have, we're able to bolster the game up in a way that we weren't entirely sure at the very beginning when we ran the private one. Because when we ran the private one, if you realize the private one was, okay, we're going to make a single player version of the game. That's it. We're going to make this, you know, tactics. Hey, we're going to unlock some additional factions. We're going to do a lot of this stuff. Most of the levels at that point were generated. We were going to generate them. They're in forests. They're in, you know, ponds. They're in, you know, plains. They're in mountains. All this. They're generating levels is easy. But unique levels, <clears throat> like going to the castles, well, those have to, they can't be generated. We have to make them. That's where a lot of the work kind of comes in. So when we got into, okay, now we need to make these really elaborate 3D sets, how to how best to do all that. And that's where these guys from Ubisoft came, came in. I, uh, I got a friend right now who is watching this live just because he supports us. Um, he is not a toy collector. He literally just texted me and said, um, dude, this is so sick. Uh, <laughs> For Honor and Assassin's Creed are massive games. <laughs> they are triple A titles. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, super exciting. And I, and I, one six shooter, he made a comment earlier that I, I didn't get a chance to read, but I, I, I think pretty much what he was asking was, is this, this game going to further the story of mythic legions. And from what I'm hearing from you guys, yeah, I mean, it, it really is that this is going to become a big chunk of the lore and yeah. it's fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we don't want to give too much away around the lore part of the story yet, because that's, you know, part of the reason everybody needs to play the game. Yeah. Right. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, as we mentioned, there's going to be different seasons but we're also hitting a slice of the lore, even with all of these seasons. There's much more that we're not going to tell because of other things that we haven't been able to get to yet or how we want to, you know, the Four Horsemen want to work with the lore behind Mythic Legions. So we're telling a big slice of it, but the story's even much richer than even we're going to finally get to with all of it. Super exciting. This One is uh thing was um, just on this subject is when we started this process, uh, you know, I didn't really understand what was going on. And Tony was asking us like so many questions about like, you know, uh, are there vines in mythos? Are there, you know, does it rain? Does it, I mean, all these crazy things that I'm thinking to myself, what is this guy doing? I mean, should he on, like making these guys move around? And, and I, I didn't get it. And I, we should we should actually publish a list of kind of like some of the so detailed things. Or, you know, like do they drool? Do they do you know crazy stuff? But he needs to understand this to incorporate that into the the story. 
you know, so we get it right. So when we come out with something, we understand that, you know, buildings are shaped certain ways. Are they small and squatty? Are they tall and spiral, you know, uh, spires and things like that? So, you know, it, it gets so detailed. Not not only the mechanics of the game, which completely I, I wouldn't understand if, if you gave me a lifetime, but just the fact to get the story right and the concentration of the story is, you know, I mean, it will show when the final product is, is released. But, and it sounds like the they're paying their attention to detail is very much the same as the horseman's attention to detail. And that I think that bodes for a, a pretty damn good relationship. If it the, that stuff matters so much to to both sides of that to get those details right, uh, that final product is is going to be legit. So. Correct. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, we should probably do this because I, I think we all have um, someone in our life that we should probably reach out to today and uh, yeah, spend mine's a little. Dead. <laughs> <laughs> before somebody else says it you know so um i i will say uh so we we had the opportunity uh to work i forgot i'm, I'm on the wrong show guys i forgot i'm sorry um um so uh for those of you that don't know there was a, a little contest that was run by uh by the uh the developers in the the four horsemen they entitled the Myth Libs, and uh, essentially a little bit of play on the game Mad Libs, and they, they gave us a predetermined uh, two two small paragraphs, couple sentence apiece, with some open holes for objectives, nouns, and verbs. Which I apparently, I, after I googled them, those are different types of words. That's um, what I hear. Yeah. So, yeah. and uh, so people submitted their their Myth Libs, and we had the honor and the privilege to kind of go through those and and pick some of our favorites and. We're gonna kind of be, you know, judging those and and uh, what uh, will you will you guys reiterate what they win? Sure, sure. So three winners will get a deluxe version of the game, um, and what that includes, which is pretty cool, is not only the game itself, but we're putting together a few things that we think um, are gonna really be. Um, not only uh, exciting for the fans, but also, you know, we'll have some longevity. One is a digital art book um, of uh, characters and locations and things that will be in the game. Um, You also get a digital copy of the map of Mythos, which will be great. Um, To the soundtrack question below, we're gonna give away a copy of the digital soundtrack, which will be great. Um, When we um, start talking on Discord, which is going to be our main chat feature around the game. Uh, you will get a Forge Founder badge that will be part of your profile there, which will be awesome. Um, you'll also get beta access um, to uh, the game itself, um, which we're going to be obviously testing out. And then out of those three deluxe winners, one will be chosen as the ultimate champion, and they will actually get their face in the game. So how cool maybe, is that? Nice. <laughs> how cool nice. is that? Yes. Um, so maybe you know, townsperson, a smith, a marketplace person. Maybe you're just one of those guys that's just going to get uh, slayed by Gorgo. We'll figure it out. But uh, it's <laughs> going to be what an honor would that be? You know, <laughs> fire. 
<laughs> I I can't even imagine how cool it would be to be able to go look. This is me in a video game. Right. I mean, that's just, it's a cool feature. And the fact that you guys are doing this kind of stuff is absolutely amazing. With all that said, I really want to know who the jerk was that came up with this idea. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, uh, telling he didn't, he didn't show up today because he figured uh, (laughs) if this goes badly, you're going to be really mad at him. So, (laughs) so give, to give a little backstory on that, um, uh, Travis is going to read some of these entries live on the show today. And if I'm only being honest, um, some people went out of their way to make sure that Travis enjoys this experience. <laughs> and I may or may not have selected those 100% intentionally. So this is penance for the time zone screw up this morning. So, so how do you guys want to do this? We've, we, we each have, you have your three selected. I have my three selected. Mm-hmm. Trav, you've got your three selected, right? No, I'm going to read you two as three. You didn't pick three. No. Okay. Well, and I think if I remember right, Jim, I think you might be the one that picks the winners. How do you feel about that, Jim? No. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we were told. I think that part of the deal. <laughs> I don't think CB quite explained that part, did he? <laughs> no, no one said that to me. I'll give it a shot. But. <laughs> well, you can't screw it up. Whoever you say wins, wins. <laughs> So, can I text a friend? (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, I am going to hand my first pick. If you want to get your first pick queued up for when he's done, they sent him to me. I have. Okay. Oh, you have Steve. Yeah, he just sent him to me. Oh, okay. Yep. So, my first pick was submitted by Rory Megan. I recognize the name already. Okay. Okay. Uh, the Legion of Aerithor is a con- contumacious military branch of evil, relying on execrable, execrable say <laughs> These are not words. Sanguinius, sanguine. Okay, Rory and P. Uh, Rory, me and you, Rory. Uh, to force their will and apothesize their master, Arithur. 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 He can't even say Arithur. That's not even part of the clips. That was provided by the developers of the Four Horsemen. It's a wave of figures that exist. It's a good thing we didn't pick 15 because one's taken a long time. Jim, <laughs> Jim, you didn't make up these names, did you? No. Thank you, Jim. <laughs> yeah, there, you missed a half, half the paragraph. He also felt like he should add more for some reason. He said, or if that's too much. Oh, no, I'm sorry. I, I thought you only read the first paragraph. Okay. Oh, wait, there is more. You're yeah, right. There uh, is more. Uh, the, what the, the <laughs> Ramadanathine commander, he made up these words. I don't believe these are words. They're words. I looked them up. The Ramadanathine commander of the... <laughs> I'm going to incorporate that in my everyday life. <laughs> uh, commander of the Legion of Aether, Gorgo Aetherblade, is an anathematical 
mystery even among his closest sub sub subordinates. <laughs> <Good job, Trav. laughs> yeah, really, we're gonna read six of these. Okay. <laughs> oh, Rory uh, Megan, good for you, buddy. All right. Uh Steven sent me his choice, which was uh Duncan Hines. Yes. Um the Legion of Aerithor is a culinary military branch of evil, relying on buttered noodles to force their will and feed their master Aerithor, the nutritious commander of the Legion of Aerithor. Gorgon Atherblade is a succulent mystery even among his closest chefs. See, I got to say, what I loved about this, his name is Duncan Hines, yeah. and all the stuff he put in there was food. food That's right, just yeah. clever. Not, I, How do you not love not that? Not only that, his, his email, I'm not going to give the whole email, but it was boxed cake. <laughs> he uh he made he made my list as well he unfortunately got caught but... I, I imagine all right um so this one is is as a guy who's actually known to us um the wonderful uh east side boy uh anthony house seal and uh so his there's the two paragraphs right there underneath the picture the legion of arthur is a reberative <laughs> dead to me anthony dead to me <laughs> the military branch of evil relying on income 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 i would like anyone to read these uh stratagem to force their will strategium, and maybe Strategium. Oh my gosh. Uh, strategium. It's the best Mother's Day ever. <laughs> to force their will and placate, placate, placate their master Aerithor. The macabre. Uh, I know I have that word. I know that macabre. word. Macabre. Macabre. <laughs> the, the macabre commander of the legions of Aerithor, Gorgo Aetherblade, is a atrocious mystery even amongst his closest hirelings. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> All right. Um, Elliot Lee, uh, which real quick, I got to throw this shout out. Elliot Lee posted a picture yesterday of um, one of the figures from the newest Eternals movie and how excited he was to get an Asian head to put on a Mythic Legion, which he did later in the day. And I was like, that's really cool. I mean, that's super fun. Yeah, his. I thought his was good, and then I remembered how he keeps taking my posts off the cabal. So he, <laughs> he did not make the cut. <laughs> it's not personal. It's just really personal. So, <laughs> so, so, so Elliot said, uh, the Legion of... Oh, I like Elliot already. The Legion of Aerithor is a sensual military branch of evil, relying on in-stock sales to enforce their will <laughs> and bikini-waxing their master Aerithor. <laughs> The meme lord, commander of the Legion of Aerithor, Gorgo Aetherblade, is a squishy mystery, even amongst his closest cats. <laughs> That's my favorite so far. He referenced an in-stock sale. Come on, that was great. That's, that and good. that was and why he made my list as well, but I had to cut it because squishy. Travis is a dum-dum. Oh, this one, uh, this one is Andrew Phillips. Andrew Phillips. Uh, he said, thanks for the opportunity for the prize. Um, that's what we like. Brown noses right from the start. The Legion of Aerithor is a merciless, is a merciless military branch of evil, relying on zealous brutes to force their will and ethrone their master Aerithor. The immortal commander of the Legion of Aerithor, Gorgo Aetherblade, is a monolithic mystery even amongst his closest brother in arms. 
Andrew, that's that's huh. just good. You that pretty one, much nailed all the words too. He did. Right. He just, he, I did. Well, the list, the yeah, the list that I had, the list that I came up with were the Duncan Hines funny ones, the sensual cats, the ones that were designed specifically to sh- screw Travis. I picked this one because I it truly was great. It was <laughs> it really it, it it could be on the package and it would make sense. Right. So, I uh, that brings us to Steve's last one, which everybody's gonna understand why I love this one. <clears throat> Frank Adami posted, uh, the Legion of Arthur is a hunky military branch of evil relying on oiled muscles to force their will and massage their master Arthur. The dreamy commander of the Legion of Arthur, Gorgo Arthurblade, is a sensual mystery even among his closest barbers. <laughs> I talked about muscles and barbers. Barber, Come on. Yeah. Oiling them up. Yeah. It was like it was written for you. It was written for me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we need to pick the top three. And then of the top three, Jim is going to pick the ultimate champion. Is that correct? Uh, I think it's, we sh- is it three or is it four? It's three? Uh, three. Three. Total. Three. Okay. okay. So Jim, we will pick the top three and then you pick the one you like the best. How's that sound, Jim? Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I like... So I'm um, I'm gonna ask Rob and Tony how how tough is it to to do all six? I, th- I think we can make that happen. We can make that happen. I think. <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan of um, you know trying. Right, so <laughs> he's not talking about Travis. <laughs> so then, so, so then, I'm, I'm going to get myself. Or I'm going to get you guys off the hook. Okay, we'll, we'll we do love it. Things. All right, that's awesome. That's right. absolutely awesome. awesome. So, uh, and of so of the six, do we still want to pick one grand champion? Okay. Yeah. How would you guys like to do that? What do you think? Oh, I, I have thoughts. Okay. <laughs> I think I, I have to go with I think the I think the Duncan Hines dude. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right? I think he he got a theme. I mean, I know the other people did, but he seemed to to be able to to go back to it again and again. So his his name, his email address, his story, it all lined up. It was all yeah, of the same. That, he used noodles. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> that's, that's, that's some effort. I appreciate effort. Well, so the congratulations to all six of them. And an even larger congratulations to Duncan Hines for being the grand champion, whose face we'll see in the game. Now, Tony, you are obviously a, a smart guy. And Rob, you as well. Marketing versus development. I have to tell you guys, if you don't make Duncan Hines a baker or something in the game, <laughs> it's a missed opportunity. Am I right? So maybe he comes out with a rolling pin or something, you know. Um, but no, this is a. It's a, and, and right from the start, it's been super fun. I mean, right, right from the get go. Oh my gosh, there's going to be a video game that's going to tie into Mythic Legion, Legions. That got people super. I'm even talking like Travis now. <laughs> tying into Mythic Legions, everybody was super pumped about that. The more information we've gotten, 
people have gotten more excited. Other people that weren't excited, they're now becoming excited to have been involved the way that we've been involved has been an absolute uh, pleasure dealing with, with you guys and, and talking with you. We're so glad we were able to make this happen. We were honored to be a part of the, the Myth Libs thing. And there was uh, quite a few entries. Um, and they, man, there was some just absolute great stuff in there. I mean, it was literally, uh, okay, that made me chuckle or pick this. It was, there was, it was all great. They, they really, really came out um, and, uh, and, and, and delivered their best trying to get a piece of that action. So, um, so yeah, those six winners, that's absolutely awesome. And, um, we'll work with Tony and Rob to help make sure that everybody's got the right communications and the right way to be notified officially that they won, um, and, uh, and work through those things. So, uh, anything, uh, any other questions you guys wanted to ask? Okay. Um, Jim, do you have anything that you wanted to add before we sign off today from the four horsemen perspective? Um, you know, nothing crazy, but just thank you. Um, you know, thanks for everybody out there being patient when we ship stuff out. Thanks for, you know, getting involved with all this stuff. That's about it. Awesome. Rob, how about from the, the, the marketing perspective? Yeah, no, I mean, I think thanks. Thanks to everybody. Thanks to you guys. I know Walter's in the chat. Thanks to Walter, you know, welcome us into the fan part of the family is been amazing. We're going to have uh, more of these types of things to reward the fans and get the fans more involved in the game. So, you know, this was kind of just the warm up, and uh, we're going to be launching some exciting news, including a lot of uh, images and video from the game itself here coming up in the next uh, five, six weeks. So buckle up. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, and awesome. that's and that's what's really gonna start uh, gonna start sinking the hooks in, because the the talk has been great and the 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 oh well, what's going on has been awesome, but people start to see it, it's it's gonna take off. That's awesome. Tony, how about from the developers table? Uh, I think you know Jim kind of said it the best. You know, patience with the development is more than anything. I know everybody wants to see more. Everybody has a lot of questions. I get a lot of responses of like, hey, can you add this? We love all of those. We just, you know, uh, video games are a process and they take some time to get done right. And what we don't want to do is show you guys something that one, you wouldn't understand and two, would make you think differently in a negative way. So we're trying to present everything the right way so that it's fully understandable. Because I mean, I've got, you know, thousands of things I could show but not everybody would understand them and it would take me half an hour to explain each one. <laughs> and I, and Tony and I have been PMing back and forth. I've seen them all. They're great. So um, just so everybody knows, I mean, I, I, I don't, I'm not, I'm not the center of attention braggart kind of guy, um, but I do want to mention how important I've been to this whole thing. And so, and thanks to me, you know, you guys for coming out, but thanks to me, it's, it's been great. So <laughs> um, awesome. Awesome. Well, hey, thank you guys again for coming out. Again, we apologize that Travis is so stupid. So stupid. Um, and we're we're Just working on it, but you know, you unbelievably you can't stupid. teach an old dog anything ever. He's still peeing on the floor. But thank you to everybody that came out and watched live and asked some great questions, some great comments. Um, so we look forward to, to everything you guys have coming. We look forward to doing whatever we can along the way to help it. Um, anytime you've got anything promotional that you want to share, Rob, please don't hesitate. We'll get it all over our social media presence and um, we'll, we'll butcher every piece of information you give us because we suck. Um, but we will, we will try. 
Um, and to Jim's point, that's why he loves us so much is because he appreciates a good trier, you know? So, <laughs> well, thank you again, guys. We greatly appreciate it. It's always a pleasure, and uh, we look forward to next time we can get together. Awesome. Thanks, guys. Thanks.